This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, March 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police were involved in a shootout with a man barricaded inside an apartment in the city's Holmesburg section late Sunday. Officers were initially called to an apartment on Kendrick Street near Frankfurt Avenue shortly after 11 p.m. They were responding to a call of a man shot inside the apartment. When officers arrived, they tried to get to that person who was apparently alone. Police report that the man refused to come outside and then open fire on officers. SWAT was called and police had several SWAT officers exchange gunfire with the shooter. In the end, the shooter had three gunshot wounds, one in each arm and one in his chest, but it's not clear if police bullets struck him or if his injuries were from the initial call. The man was listed in critical condition at the hospital. Police spent hours gathering evidence, including a handgun they say the man tossed out of a window, and the incident remains under investigation. <laughs> President Donald Trump is extending the voluntary national shutdown for a month as sickness and death from the coronavirus pandemic rise in the United States. The initial 15-day period of social distancing urged by the federal government expires today, and Trump had expressed interest in relaxing the nationwide guidelines, at least in parts of the country less afflicted by the pandemic, but instead he decided to extend them through April 30th. Many states and local governments uh, have stiffer controls in place on mobility and gatherings. Trump's impulse to restore normalcy met a sober reality check Sunday from Dr. Anthony Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert who said the U.S. could experience more than 100,000 deaths and millions of infections from the pandemic. Fauci's prediction would take the death toll well past that of the average seasonal flu. Trump's decision to extend the guidelines reflected a recognition that the struggle will take place over a longer haul. I want our life back again, the president told reporters in the Rose Garden. The federal guidelines recommend against large group gatherings and urge older people and anyone with existing health problems to stay at home. People are urged to work at home and avoid restaurants bars, non-essential travel, and shopping trips. The extension would leave the federal recommendation in place beyond Easter, April 12th, by which time Trump had hoped that the country and its economic, uh, economy could start to rev up again. Alarmed public health officials said Easter was sure to be too soon. The U.S. had more than 130,000 COVID-19 cases reported by late Sunday afternoon with more than 2,400 deaths. One in three Americans remain under state or local government orders to stay at home to slow the spread of the virus, which schools and businesses closed uh, and public life upended. Dr. Deborah Burks, head of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, said parts of the country uh, with fewer cases so far must prepare for what's to come. No state, no metro area will be spared, she said uh, on NBC's Meet the Press. Most people who contract COVID-19 have mild or moderate symptoms, which can include fever and cough, but mild uh but also milder cases of pneumonia sometimes requiring hospitalization. The risk of death is greater in older adults and people with health problems. Hospitals in the most afflicted areas are straining to handle patients and some are short of critical supplies. Now, employees at the grocery delivery service Instacart are planning a nationwide strike today as millions of Americans are relying on the company during the coronavirus pandemic. The company's workers called uh, shoppers are uh, say that delivery service puts them at risk to COVID-19. 
exposure, and Instacart should offer more protection, including hazard pay. Basically, I'm playing Russian roulette every time I go out there, every time I shop, every time I go into a grocery store and then someone's house, said one employee. The in-store shoppers demanding the company provide hand sanitizers and disinfectants, hazard pay of $5 per order, and an expansion to the current sick pay policy. Right now, Instacart says anyone diagnosed with COVID-19 or placed into mandatory isolation or quarantine will get up to 14 days of pay. The company told ABC News the health and safety of our entire company, shoppers, customers, and employees is our first priority. Meanwhile, Instacart announced this week that it's looking for uh, 300,000 workers to be added to its platform over the next three months, more than doubling the number of people it has picking and delivering groceries for customers. Online retailers have seen demand for uh, orders surge as more people are stuck at home and shopping online. Instacart said it will focus on bringing on more personal shoppers in the 10 states where the demand is the highest, California, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Virginia. Have you, have you ever used anything like that, Kathy, Instacart? I, have, I haven't. No, I have not used that. Uh, I, I mean, I see them like at various, like at Acme, I see there's a, a service. I see the Acme trucks driving through the, the neighborhood periodically, but I've never... We put in the order yesterday, Yeah, uh, and uh, it was through Acme, and it was uh, via Instacart. And uh, if you are preparing to do that, um, the, even before this strike was announced, you should give it a few days because they, um, it, with the amount of volume that they're right. using, uh, seeing right now, it's going to probably be in uh, Thursday or Friday that they're actually able to make the delivery. So, so when do you, they when you deliver do- it to your home? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really easy, and it's uh, it doesn't cost you much. You know, it, it's it's a really good service. Um, but uh, this is our first time using them, uh, so we put in the order yesterday. And uh, but they they are very clear at the beginning of the order that you're not going to get the order tomorrow. It's going to be a few days. You know what I did? I placed the order, um, and they I guess they prepare it in the store, and then you just go and pick it up. Right. So yeah. That's yeah. What I did. That's... So I didn't have to mm-hmm. travel. You know, walk through the store. I just walked in, picked it up, and then left. Yeah, Corona P put it together for you, Kathy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody sent me a video of how to empty your groceries after going to the grocery store. It was like a 45-minute video, and the guy was taking, like, the cereal out of the box and, and like, holding it with a glove and putting it on, like, a clean part of his no. counter. And He's then being he was, legit? He, 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 come what? on. He was being legit about oh, he, it? This he was a doctor. A no, no, he, he was a doctor showing people how to, yes, how to take your groceries out of the bag mm-hmm. and then sanitize the bags. And I was like, this is too much. I'm At this point, yes. I'm just going to take my chance. Just, yeah, wow. just give it to me. Yeah. Just give it to me now. You, Kathy, I'm, I'm surprised. though, it was ridiculous. He was taking the cereal. So because the box You've could potentially be. the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Because the box could potentially be infected, he was then taking the cereal in the plastic bag on the inside out and just some other, right. like what he did with the, the broccoli and the, it just was, it Enough. was too much. Yeah. Uh, Kath, I thought I was, a re- listen, I, I disinfect everything I, I get at the, the store in the garage when I get home. I, I really do. I, I took it a little far last week when I literally Lysol wiped every single egg in the in the dozen that oh I bought. God. Yeah, well, you did. Okay, here's what I do. I get, I get I get my wipes. I'll do the outside of the package, so, and then, and then I'll wait a, a couple of days before I, I do the deal. Yeah, but, that's come the thing. On. You're gonna like you eat them right away. Is that why you wiped every you, single egg? Are you gonna eat a dozen eggs right when you get home? Well, I was going to put it in the refrigerator with my other food, and I didn't want any of the other food to get contaminated. I know, but they're yeah. in a container, right? The eggs. Yeah, are. so, so I, they're not gonna touch anything else if you leave them in the container. And yeah, but just I had to wash, eat them for a few hours. But I had to wash the container off as well. And keep then, in mind, those came out of a chicken's butt originally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, exactly. by the way, the video, so I'm still at home, uh, and, I, and I can see you guys all on FaceTime, but the video that is playing behind you, that's the exact video. Right. That is the guy. He actually put a piece of tape um, splitting the island in his kitchen in half, and one was considered the, quote, dirty side, and okay. the other one was considered Come the, quote, on. clean side. Okay. So once you cleaned your item, you then moved it to the other side of the counter. Kind of looks like the tiger guy from uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> a little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Doc? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. It looks like Doc a tiny bit. Yeah. From Tiger King on Netflix. I'll tell you what. But uh, he actually looks like also like uh, it, I mean he's he's getting off on massaging these chips here. It's a, it's, a, it's a little disgusting. <laughs> All right, how about we do sports this All morning? Right. James Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers, has tested positive for coronavirus. The Knicks said that Dolan, who is 64, is experiencing little to no symptoms and is self-isolating. He is the first U.S. major pro sports owner known to have tested positive for the virus. New York has become the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak in the United States. Over the weekend, there were more than 52,000 cases in New York State and about 7,300 people in New York hospitals, including about 2,000 in intensive care. The Flyers have signed Wayne, Wade Allison to his two-year entry-level contract. Allison is six foot two, two hundred five-pound winger out of Western Michigan. The second-round selection has battled injuries during his time with the Broncos, including an ACL, uh, a torn ACL, his sophomore year as a senior. Uh, in his last season, Allison put up 23 points and a plus 11 mark in 26 games. The Washington Redskins have signed former Eagle Ronald Darby to a one-year deal worth four million dollars. The Redskins cut cut Josh Norman before free agency and traded corner Quinton Dunbar. Darby, who is 26, was arguably the Eagles' most gifted cornerback during his three years in Philadelphia, which included a Super Bowl run in 2017, but injuries kept him from being a consistent force. He missed 28 of a possible 48 games over the past three seasons, including eight games in 2018 after tearing an ACL. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome. Yes, today is Monday. This is your your check on what day it is. Here And here's a tip. All you have to do is wake up in the morning, turn on MMR, <laughs> and if you don't hear us, you'll at least know it's the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah so that's a great way to do it. guide you in that regard. Otherwise, I will try to tell you specifically what day it is. It is a Monday morning. That means we reset for the week. We have a new Word of the Week prize this week. I love it. A four-pack of tickets for Tenacious D. Ah. The Purple Nurple Tour, twisting hard to the left, and they will be performing at the Met on October 7th. We could use a little D right about now. <laughs> uh, so we will uh, have your chance to win those tickets, starting with a letter today uh, coming up at the end of today's program. Uh, we also begin today a very cool thing. It's yet another cash promotion, your your chance to win some money, $500, seven times a day. A little 500 bucks go a long way right now. Absolutely. So we're going to start that at 8 a.m., and then we do it again at 10 a.m. during our program. And throughout the course of the day, it will happen five more times. Pierre will have it twice at noon and 2, Jackson twice at 4 and 6, and then even Jackie Bam Bam gets to give away some cash at 8 p.m., and it's the same uh, type of thing. We'll give you a keyword. We'll tell you how to enter that keyword. There's three different ways to do it, 
And then you have a 15-minute window, and you just might win the money. And also keep in mind, there's a $10,000 grand prize. I'll give you all the details when we get close to that at 8 o'clock. If you need to know them now, it's simple. You just go to WMMR.com, and you'll get all the information. We also have our buddy Todd Glass on the program. Todd's going to be checking in around 8.30 or so this morning, just uh, reaching out to our friends, seeing how everybody's doing, what's going on in their world, how are they coping with things right about now, and uh, Todd, never a uh, lack of things to say, so we'll talk to him <laughs> later on. We also have to continue our journey through uh, Daily Rush Madness, and we are getting down to things, man. The matchups are now moving on to second rounds, and we're going to find out who is next uh, coming up this morning. We have five matchups today, uh, so we're squeezing them all in. This is the final matchups of round one, the last five of them today, and then we're going to move on to the second You know, it's, it's very important, Preston. We talked about this. You should watch the videos because sometimes what the description is, you forget there's another little hidden nugget in yes. the video that makes it a, a winner. Yeah, we played a little uh, we played a clip of one the other day that had like three separate events right. that take place in the video itself, and we only got to one of those. So exactly. You'll want to watch the videos, and you might have a little extra time on your hands to handle that right about now. Um, so we will roll that out in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll tell you who the winners were from the weekend, and then we'll do the fresh matchups as we move along. Uh, Marissa, back in the office Yay! now. She's on the other side of the glass, a very protected area over there. Hi, Marissa. This microphone sounds so much better than my other one. Uh, yeah, yeah, dramatically. <laughs> the last two days we were on the air with you, we couldn't hear you at all. We were having some issues. I know. So. I think it must have been my internet. I think I had too many devices plugged in. It happens. All right, well, you're back. You're right over there. We can see you, but she, like, she's very protected. protected. She's, she's hermetically sealed on the other side. So We've been instructed to only pick her up with gloves. Yes, yeah. we're playing it as safe as we possibly can. So, But uh, another piece of the puzzle back, which is nice, and Nixie. Eating chips again. <laughs> I can hear that. We got to get Nick a better. Uh, you need a That's microphone. That's the plan. Why are well, you doing? You still have this little thing hanging on your uh, on your so, ear that you're talking through. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty bare bones. Rodney apparently put in an order for some new equipment that was supposed to arrive over the weekend. So um, it's it's great that, and I'm not being sarcastic at all. It's great that Kathy sounds as good as she does because she sounds like she's in the studio with you guys. Yeah. I just have more of a, a jury rig system, and it's it's through an app, through an iPad, and I forgot to uh, hit mute before I scratched my face. And so ah. it sounded like I was eating chips. <laughs> all right, well, we will get that equipment soon and uh, get it all enabled. But in the meantime, we're doing what we can, which is what everybody is doing right now. So let's take a break. I have a lot of stories uh, in the celeb world and a stupid question. We have a, a big chunk of things to give away uh, through the course of the week, which is great. So stay with us because we'll have your opportunity to just take away some freebies. As we uh, are in this whole mess together, we'll take a break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so the stupid question prize we have to give away today is a Phillies slash Yingling prize pack. 
Uh, so this comes with an Aaron Nola signed baseball, a hat, a uh, lager glassware, Phillies lager glassware, wow. limited edition Phillies lager can. There's a bunch of stuff. All right, I'll, I'll, when you win, I'll tell you what you yeah. get. All right, so stupid question this morning I'm going to go with is the Green Giant Company, besides the Green Giant, has another mascot. Name it. 215-263-WMMR. Who's the other mascot along with Green Giant? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. I have a bunch of birthdays today to go through. Uh, we will start with actor John Aston. By the way, it's Monday, March 30th. Gomez Adams, and he's yes. celebrating his 90th birthday today. He did a really great podcast. Uh, you know, uh, Gilbert Godfrey's Amazing Colossal podcast. Yes. Uh, he was on it. Gilbert is a huge fan of the Adams family, and... Uh, he was really cool, man. And he said, I think I told you this the first time I heard it, Preston. He and uh, um, uh, Morticia, Car- uh, Carolyn Jones. I don't remember. Tri- uh, I'm I having a brain fart. Anyway, long story short, they had a little thing going on. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, uh, it, you know, it never reached uh, a full relationship, but there was there was stuff there. And he's uh, Sean Aston's dad. Yes, he is. Way, which yeah. uh, is cool. So, 90 years old today. Warren Beatty. Uh, from loads of movies, including uh, Bonnie and Clyde, Bugsy, uh, Reds, Dick Tracy. I was just watching Dick Tracy yesterday. Yeah. That's a cool-looking movie, if you stop and think about how they did it. Yeah. Uh, they, they really replicated the colors of the of the cart- of the the comic strip. Well, they used, uh, did you know they used the entire film, only primary colors? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Everything <laughs> is, is really bright. That one went right over my head, and, and despite them trying to market to people my age, I mean, they even got McDonald's involved. I did not care one scintilla about that movie. It was a little, uh, yeah. It was on the all the the uh, you know you had Batman and all the stuff coming out, and, and yeah. that spoke more to a lot more people. Dick Tracy was a an acquired taste. Uh, so he is eighty three today. Warren Beatty, uh, Astrid Gilberto, and I bring this up because I, I actually love this song. She is the singer on the Girl from Ipanema. That's her. Girl from Ipanema goes walking. Uh, she, yeah, I was, I love this song. I'm sorry. I go. Uh, so she is celebrating her 80th birthday today. Did she have any a other classic hits? example of a bossa nova? Did she have any other hits, Preston? Or was that it? Not that I know of. Yeah, I, uh, I looked up information about her, and she was, um, and uh, this was months ago, so I could be off on this, but it was kind of a last-minute decision for her to sing the song. She was, uh, just happened to be there, I think, in the studio, and they asked if she'd do it, and it's a beautiful, smooth version of that song, so she's 80 today. Uh, Piers Morgan celebrates his birthday today as well, British TV personality. He is 55 years old. Paul Reiser, who's been in our studio here before, is 64, popped up in uh, Stranger Things, which is a really cool resurgence for him. I liked his character. You originally yeah. thought his character was going to be a scumbag, and then he turned out to be okay. He turned out to be A-OK. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was really nice when he came by here a few years ago, but did, nice guy. Did they do that reboot of uh, Mad About You? Yeah, they did. They, they did it on, I remember seeing... Queef Queef or one of these sub-channels? Or... Queeby? Yeah, Queeby. Whatever it is. No, Maybe Queeby's that... a 10-minute thing. Okay. I don't know what yeah. it was. Uh. But uh, he, I remember seeing uh, footage of the new show, Steve. I just, I didn't care to watch it. I didn't really like the first time. <laughs> no, around. neither did I. <laughs> but it did well. The the, the original yeah. did. Uh, Ian Zaring uh, from Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, Ian is 65. Or no, he's not 65. He's 56. <laughs> no, he was, he was 45 when he was on the show, Beverly Hills 90210. But he did uh, Sharknado. Yes, he did. That whole series. He's yep. an executive producer. 
on, on the Sharknados now. That's great. Uh, My aunt was his college counselor. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where did he go to school? You yeah. know what? I don't know where she was at the time. I'm not really sure. But, okay. um, yeah, she said he was a nice guy. Okay. Uh, he is 56 today. Uh, Donna Dierico of uh, Baywatch fame. Was she? She was with one of the Motley Crew members, right? Yeah, she was with Nikki Six. They were married. Uh, and she is uh, 52 years old today. Uh, we also have singer Tracy Chapman, singer-songwriter, I should say, as well, because she's uh, she's very talented uh, writing music. Uh, Give Me One Reason is that's one of those I, I still dig hearing that song. She burst on the scene with Fast Car, right? She did. Yeah, and and I remember that song. I was like, oh, my God. It's a I really know. great song. It's another this one of heavy. Uh, Nick's uh, party anthems. Yeah, <laughs> Nick puts that on, really. To get the, that's, <laughs> Come Nick on, put, everybody. Nick puts yeah. that on for a rain. <laughs> You got a fast car, cause me fast and I wanna die. Roll your car over my neck. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a down song, but it's a it's an amazing song. It's, it's a great tune, yeah. That uh, guitar riff, is that from another song or is that used in another it's song? It's not sampled. It's no. not she, sampled. She's a guitar player. Yeah. Uh, so she would have played that part. Um why? No, I just familiar? I, it, for some reason this guitar sounds familiar. Maybe it was used in a different, like a like a hip-hop song or a rap song or something oh, like that. Oh, you mean after yeah, she yeah, yeah. releases. Now, that I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt if somebody sampled what she did and used it. Great song. This part here? Yeah. Uh, so she's 55 today. Robbie Coltrane, the actor Hagrid in the uh, Harry Potter movies. Uh, so when all this passes and you can get back to Universal Studios in Florida... Do that Hagrid's motorcycle trip. Yeah. It's on freaking real. No kidding. Oh, my God. I loved it. One of the best roller coasters because you're traveling at that speed, and if you're sitting up on the motorcycle, for all intents and purposes, you feel like you're doing that stuff. No it's kidding. It's so good. Wow. Uh, so he's... All we just need is to clear out this pandemic, Preston, and then yes. you can get on the motorcycle ride. <laughs> he's 70 years old today. Mark Consuelos. And it just says, husband of Kelly Ripa. I love him. So was, much more. Yeah, so much more. He was on more. All My Children for years. That's, I believe, where they met. Do okay. you like my pectoral muscles? <laughs> he's, uh, also, he's also on Riverdale. Riverdale. Oh, okay. Oh. That was um, when we had that conversation last week about uh, teeth crushes. That was my wife sent me a picture of him. Oh, and of him? That, that is her teeth crush. Good looking dude. They're yeah. good looking couple. I would pay anything to just sit in the room while they get it on. <laughs> <laughs> he also, um, he'll co-host with her a lot. Hey, yeah. wouldn't Regis do that, by the way? Hey, you must be in my territory. Well, there. <laughs> I'm the videographer. Right. Mark, uh, move your ass. I can't see the JJ. Mark is uh, 49 today. Uh, it's also Celine Dion's birthday today. Ah. Uh, Celine is 52 years old. She's only 52? I know. I thought she was older than that. Oh, but she's wow. younger Start than Ian Ziering? If you remember, though, she it, she's Canadian, and uh, I think she was like 13 years old when she hit wow. the Canadian. Uh, uh, she, she did a show or a talent show or something like that. You're and right. Exploded. And yeah. Canadian years are different than American They're different years. different than American years. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. No, but I think, her, uh, I think she had been around for, and by the time she hit, American Airwave, she was already fairly established. In I think Canada. you're right. I yeah. think you're right, yeah. She and Sarah McLaughlin are two artists that I love to listen to, but I can, cannot watch them sing. Case, I'm, I agree with you. With, yeah. I was just going to say something very similar, is that I love her voice, but it's hard to watch her. I agree. She does the, a lot of the, the chest banging, like when yeah. she's hitting a high note. <laughs> yeah, they used to riff on that on yeah. uh, SNL. She's 52 today. Anna Gasteyer would do the impression. It's MC Hammer's oh! birthday today. Oh! Hammer time, people. Woo! 
He you, is uh, 58 today. You were just mentioning MC Hammer because he helped provide some of the wardrobe Ooh. you wore. <laughs> oh, wait, I made a, uh, if you check my Instagram uh, or also my uh, Twitter account, I made a, a music video yesterday, and it is a nod to the Tiger King, which we are going to have a discussion about this week. Um, and uh, I was scrambling to put together a, a costume, and fortunately, I had a pair of gold shimmery MC Hammer pants. Which looks perfect, by the way. So oh I wore those. Why do you have those? Kathy, you, I have boxes and boxes and boxes of costumes <laughs> oh, at the okay, house. Okay. Just and that was like from uh, uh, Lip Sync, uh, the the parent oh, Lip Sync okay. uh, act from years ago. So I've just got you know it's great because anytime I think about putting together an outfit, I don't have to go shopping, man. We got all <laughs> yes. this stuff. Or the basement. Uh, I mean, think of does your average household have enough resources to put together a uh, a, a lion a Tiger King outfit? <laughs> no, I think not. No, we we. We have a lot of costumes, but nothing that we could ever recreate. Anybody from that uh, that show? Every every family should have a bin in their house that says Joe Exotic. Yep, yep. with uh, uh, you know all the appliances. By uh, the way, I know we're going to talk about it, but God, those videos! Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, MC Hammer is fifty eight today, uh, and then the last birthday I saved, I saved the biggie for last. Uh, today is uh, it's a milestone birthday for him, but it is Eric Clapton's birthday today. Uh, Eric is 75 years old today. So wow. Three quarters of a century old. I've always I've always had massive adoration for Eric Clapton. It skipped up exponentially when my brother became a guitar player, and he'd be on, like, Circus Magazine and Guitar Player Magazine. Right. And, uh, man, just a, just a, a genius, an innovator. And you know what I've, I've really uh, appreciated over time is his singing voice. Yes. He is a great singer. And I... And I there was a time where I kind of brushed him off in that regard, but I really enjoy hearing his vocals. There's a great documentary. It's been out for a couple of years now, and they, they show how he, he had this, I guess he still does at this, this festival. And when B.B. King was alive, B.B. King was going on and on about how much B.B. King yeah. loves, you know, That's Eric awesome, Clark. man. Yeah, that's that's the legit blues world. Right, right. Uh, giving some love to uh, a man who certainly deserves it. So Eric Clapton is 75, and I'm sure that Pierre will spend some time on that on his program today. So make sure you don't miss out on it. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And uh, the Jolly Green Giant, of course, the uh, mascot of the Green Giant Company, who is the other mascot? 215-263-WMMR. Who's been on hold the longest? Let's go to Rodney. Yo, Rodney. Ho, 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 green giant. Yes. Well done. All right, what, what is the name? What is that? What up, bitches? Hey, what is the name of the other mascot, Mas- mascot please? Um, is it Sprout? It is Sprout. Yeah. Hang on a second. So he was... Supposed to be the son of Green Giant, right? Yep, from what I can tell. Well, then where's Mrs. Giant? No, it, 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 there was no Mrs. Giant. Uh, Martha, Martha Lipschitz was oh. the woman. Oh, who, okay. I thought she died giving birth to Sprout. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because right? she was a regular yeah. human and yep. it tore right through her uterus. Yep, Why? Exactly. Why don't they get... <laughs> so, Rodney, <laughs> we're going to set you up with a Phillies Yingling prize pack. And Yingling is now the official logger of the Phillies. And we're going to set you up with an Aaron Nola signed baseball, Phillies hat, Phillies logger glassware a limited edition Phillies Lager can. You enjoy limited edition Phillies Retro Logo Yingling Lager cans at Citizens Bank Park, local retailers and bars. Plus, enter the sweepstakes to meet Phillies All-Star pitcher and Yingling brand ambassador Aaron Nola. 
Follow Yingling's special channels at Yingling Beer for your chance to win. Enjoy responsibly. That does raise a point, though, Preston. So you had Lil Sprout. You've had Baby G. You've had uh, Baby Godzilla. You've had a whole history of pop culture, fathers and kids, where there was never any female present. Yeah. And that... uh, That's gender bias. That's Mm -hmm. gender bias. I'm not not having it. You're not down with it. All right. I am going to get to the stories here amongst the celebrities. Johnny Depp can... Sue Am- Amber Heard for defamation of Virginia Bru- uh, Judge. Yeah. Uh, Judge Bruce D. White's green light means that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean star can move forward with a $50 million suit. Uh, originally filed in March of last year. Uh, White pins his decision on three of the four statements that Heard made in 2018 in a Washington Post op-ed. Without naming him, she implied that uh, Johnny had assaulted her during their marriage. And- what? In a letter, White, the judge, wrote that the 56-year-old has met the requirements to plead allegations of an implied defamatory meeting that is, in fact, defamatory, as well as circumstances that would reasonably cause the statements at issue to convey an alleged defamatory meaning. I'm coming for you, bitch. Uh, Last fall, Heard asked the court to dismiss the suit, saying that the op-ed was about her and what happened to her after Mm -hmm. she came forward, not explicitly about Johnny. It seemed, though, anyone looking at that would would believe it was about him. Yes. Now, White dismissed Heard's plea regarding the statute of limitations under Virginia law. Claims must be brought within a year. Uh, here's what White wrote. He said, assuming arguendo, the plaintiff proceeds on a theory of republication. Plaintiff is correct in asserting that the date of republication is the date on which the clock begins running for the statute of limitations in a defam- uh, defamation action. The old arguendo. In response, Heard's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, said today's decision leaves to a jury to decide the meaning of Ms. Hurd's op-ed and the truth of what she said, as we have said all along. The courts have strong mechanisms in place for determining the truth. Here, we remain confident that Ms. Hurd will prevail at trial when the jury is presented with evidence on the question that the court identified, namely whether Ms. Hurd was abused by Mr. Depp. Well, there's audio Jeez. that came out since. I know, what a morass of crap. Yeah. But the uh, the audio came out of her talking about having struck him and uh, she said she did it in an open-handed way, and there's a little bit more evidence than it was the first go-around. And then he has all those things you reported about last week, Preston, which is people like Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem uh, stepping forward and saying, as character witnesses, yeah. that they never saw any activity like this. So let them figure it out. Man, this is dragged out. Mm. Too long! And it's going to keep going. Uh, well, on Friday, Mark Wahlberg announced that his restaurant, Wahlburgers Bar and Restaurant Chain, will pay for lunch for Beaumont Hospital workers in Michigan on Saturday. And I've got some details of other people that are that are helping out. This is the celebrity, yes. the, the entertainment news. So, so I'll tell you celebrities about are good. Uh, Kim Kardashian, meanwhile, announced that her shapewear brand, Skims, will donate a million dollars to families affected by COVID nineteen. Uh, previously, she announced that twenty percent of all profits from Skims cotton collection will be donated to Baby Do Baby Coronavirus Program. Uh, when they uh, when the brand launched in September of 2019, it sold out its collection within 24 hours. Wow. So she's doing both of those? Yep. 20% off that and a million bucks? 20% of all profits are yeah going to this uh, Baby to Baby uh, Coronavirus Program, and also she offered up a million dollars. Yes. Got to give her credit. Yep. Other celebrities who have opened their wallets, Bruno Mars has pledged a million dollars to the MGM Resorts Foundation to support MGM employees who've lost their jobs. Angelina Jolie donated a million to No Kid Hungry. Arnold Schwarzenegger donated a million to Frontline Responders Fund. 
Bethany Frankel uh, uh, had donated 250k in masks for New York City Hospital. James Taylor donated a million dollars to Massachusetts General Hospital. Jim Gaffigan has teamed up with the Shake Shack, and they'll provide healthcare workers at Mount Sinai a free lunch. Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos Ripa! Uh, has donated a million dollars to the New York governor's office. And Rihanna has donated five million dollars for uh, relief efforts. Oh, yeah. So yeah. some people are stepping up. That's cool to hear. That is very cool. All right. So we touched on uh, Tiger King uh, just a little while ago. And we are going to have a discussion this week, probably on Wednesday, in depth with uh, spoilers and all. Just giving you some time to... Watch the show if you have not seen it yet, but... You can knock it off, by the way, even if you haven't oh. watched a single episode. Dude, my sister knocked it off yesterday. Yeah, and you just and, watched all of it. And all episodes are in an hour, some are less, so yeah, you get about, through it. They're about 45 minutes. Yeah, you get through it. Yeah. So, the Clinton-Johnson band <laughs> performed Joe Exotic's songs in the Netflix show Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and uh, Madness. Now, (laughs) following the success of Tiger King, the Clinton-Johnson band, who are from Vancouver, Washington, is hoping to capitalize on their role in the popular show. So so none of that, none of those songs, and it's absolutely perfect (laughs) that he didn't sing or write any of these songs. You knew for a second, yeah. It it ties perfectly into this Uh whole thing. It's perfect. It's just him lip-syncing to this whole other group that wrote and performed these for him. Yeah. Uh, but he, he kind of took credit for it. So uh, following the, the success of this, they're hoping to capitalize. Uh, they're hoping to soon land a record deal. Uh, <laughs> and there's a twist in this, too, which is so perfect for uh, this whole Tiger King thing. Um, fans were surprised to learn that Joe Exotic did not sing the country music songs he performed, which is funny because I was telling Casey uh, when yeah. I first started watching it, I'm like, the guy's got a great voice. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, really? I'm like, besides as bizarre and weird as he is, he's yeah. got a good singing voice. Yeah. And this is like the first day that yeah. I watched it, and nobody knew this. This news wasn't out yet. Well, I didn't know it. And now you look back and you go, because when he talks, he kind of talks yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then for Preston, also, uh-huh. there's a scene in it later on. I won't say what's happening, but he's at a function, and then he takes the mic and starts singing. Yeah. And then you see the difference. Oh, and he's singing along. There's vocals yeah, in that yeah, song yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. singing along to, Kathy. And I love how he says, he's like, my music uh, is my escape from everything. Like, as if he's actually <laughs> working on music and yeah. singing. Yeah. So so he, he talks like this when, right. when he's talking. That's his voice. And then he sings like this, supposedly. All the this rich, beautiful voice. Tell them that the tiger. I'm not hearing it in the cans. Yeah, yeah. He bring up a uh, bass a little bit more now, so I can get in there. Get in me, me, me. Yes. Me, me, me. La, la, la. La, la, la. Okay, I'm ready. Let them run the jungle. Let them run in the jungle. Let them roam their land. All right, so. I kind of hope these guys get it together. Well, the problem is, Kathy, one of them's dead. The guy oh, singing is not alive. So, you, so just like this freaking TV, uh-huh. this this documentary, there's a twist. So, yeah, he J- Joe had apparently um, called the Clinton Johnson band 
uh, and had suggested. Yeah, can you help me out? Uh, and, and then he, he only lip-synced the songs and pretended to play the guitar. He doesn't even play guitar. So the Clinton Johnson man was originally a, uh, a duo of country singers, Vince Johnson and Danny Clinton. Uh, Danny passed away just this past October. Uh, Vince told TMZ that uh, Tiger King was not the first time their songs have been featured in TV or film production. Their songs uh, have been featured in a few films uh, like Nude Nuns with Big Guns. Nude Nuns with Big Guns? That's right, Steve. Wow. Uh, in 2010, the Clark Country Columbian named the Clinton Johnson Band among local artists of bands uh, to watch. Uh, Vince told TMZ they ended up performing songs for Tiger King after they responded to Joe's ad for musicians to help him write a theme song for his zoo and work with him on songs for a TV show that he was making. Um, so Joe did not write any of the songs and did not sing most of them himself. Uh, Johnson told TMZ they did about 20 songs for Joe, by the way. He explained that uh, Joe Exotic would suggest a theme for the song and provide some details about what he wanted the song to be about. Uh, Vince Johnson would then write the songs and uh, and the tune, and Danny Clinton would sing them. Uh, After they finished working on the song, they sent it by email to Joe. Uh, Vince told TMZ that as far as he knew, Joe was not a singer and did not play any instruments. And Vince's comments were corroborated by this guy, Rick Kirkham. Now, he's in the special. Right. He's He's the the TV producer. And he said they tried to make Joe sing... Uh, for the series, but they learned that he couldn't even hold a tune. Uh, Johnson said he did not realize until months later that Joe Exotic intended to take full credit for the songs. He also said that when uh, he watched the YouTube videos and saw Joe lip-syncing their songs, he called him. He said, I called him up. I was hot, and he bamboozled me about his reality show, uh, that it was coming out soon, and he would make everything right as rain, and I just wanted proper credit. Well, listen, so one dude's dead, but they are getting far more credit than I'm sure they ever in their wildest dreams thought they would get. Yeah, Vince Johnson is still hoping that music labels would reach out to them. He said that uh, they recorded enough songs for three albums before uh, Danny Clinton died. So we'll end up we'll see. But it's just perfect. It's perfect for this. Uh, let me see. What other stories do I have for you this morning? Gang, let's go with... Any coronavirus stuff? I, <laughs> no, no, oddly No. Uh, let's see. How about this? Uh, Kristen Bell is going to host Kids Together, uh, the Nickelodeon Town Hall. It's today, and it's a bid to share a kid's eye view of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the one-hour special will feature kids, experts, and celebrity guests who will join Bell via video chat. Among the stars' guests will be Alicia Keys, Ellen DeGeneres, John Cena, Josh Gad, Kel Mitchell, uh, Kenan Thompson, Russell, and Ciara Wilson. Uh, Kids Together, the Nickelodeon Town Hall, will simulcast across Nickelodeon, Teen Nick, and Nicktoons today, and that will be at 7 p.m. 7 p.m., all right. So you can check that out. Uh, Let's see. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have returned to Los Angeles. Uh, They, of course, were diagnosed with coronavirus. good to have you guys back stateside. And uh, Regis was there to welcome them. And uh, I'm wearing a hazmat suit, Rita. Don't worry. They were quarantined in uh, Queensland. Queensland, that's in Australia. Very good. Uh, And TMZ photographed the pair looking happy in their Range Rover. You guys look great. Just moments after landing in Cali. Uh, Later, Hanks shared a. Don't worry, I'll get your luggage. Hanks (laughs) shared. Wow. (laughs) Let me get that. I got it. Uh, I got it. I don't got it. High anxiety. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Uh, so uh, he said that uh, we're home now, and like the rest of America, we carry on with sheltering in place and social distancing. 
Uh, many, many thanks to everyone in Australia who looked after us there. Karen Guidance made possible our return to the USA. You know, Preston, we will carry on. I have a little song for you. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are gone. Don't you cry no more. Never did I think there would be a day when I would hear Regis Philbin <laughs> singing the songs of Kansas on WMMR, but you never it know. It takes a pandemic. It does. Uh, he said, their Karen guidance. <laughs> There'll be peace when you are gone. Lay your weary head to rest. Probably around 2 or 3 o'clock of a pandemic. <laughs> Guitar! <laughs> Guitar! I gotta sit down now. Okay, have I a seat. Have to by 2 o'clock and then Joy, of course, comes in and reads me a story. Well, listen, you've been moving all that, uh, that luggage and you're tired. I get Unbelievable. it. Have a seat, relax. Let me turn this echo off here one second. I want to goddamn switch which one is it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, he said, and many thanks to all of you who reached out uh, with well wishes. Rita and I so appreciate it, uh, Hanks. So uh, they're back there happy. Hey, what would Reed sound like if he had the, the deep uh, uh, sound? Like this? Yeah. <laughs> it's not much. That it just sound... doesn't sound like Regis. <laughs> it doesn't sound quite right. Regis has a cold. Yeah. <laughs> Regis has a cold. Yeah. Oh, I'm Regis. Uh, Kathy, here is a story from the soap opera world. Did you watch All My Children? I did. That was my story. John Callahan, who is best known for his work on that show, has died. He was 66. He had a stroke. He played roles on Days of Our Lives, Santa Barbara, and Falcon Crest as well. I watched Falcon Crest. Uh, was he the I, Falcon? Kath, I don't... Oh, sure. I know who he is. I don't yeah. remember the name of his character. Callahan... Uh, Edmund. Okay. He survived by his ex-wife, Eva LaRue, whom he met on Days of Our Lives, and their 18-year-old daughter, Kaya. That's sad. That is very sad. Oh, that's very, very sad. young. Yeah, he was Edmund Gray on uh, All My Children. Okay. When did you... When were you um, consistently watching it, Kathy? So it was... I would say... So my mom watched it so when i would stay home from school that was like the treat i got to watch all my children with her um and then so so i got into it probably the end of high school and then college i actually would schedule my classes around it so that i was home when it was on Uh, and if not i would record it on my vhs tape i was around 1984 85 86 around that time and in the summertime, my sister, she was into it. We would wake up. I would go in her room. We'd smoke weed, and we would just watch soap operas all day, man. And they were listen. It was terrible. They knew what they were doing. I I was watch. I watched both um, the Guiding Light on CBS and whatever the one was just before that for the, for for many years. But the thing is, is that. That structure yeah. works. The the you every episode was a cliffhanger. Yep. Yeah, I watched it for the entire summer of either ninety five or ninety six because a guy that my older brother went through all through grade school and high school with was supposed to be in the background of one of the scenes. <laughs> okay. And so I watched it. I never saw him once. By the way, Steve, not only was, was every episode a cliffhanger. Every scene, yeah. if you go back and watch, every single scene is it ends with mm-hmm. a 
a moment where you have to wait and find out what the other person is going to say. They they will like ask a question. Vanessa, what if it wasn't <laughs> Patch? And then they and then they go to a commercial. Then they switch and, to a commercial. And still or standing another, there or, or a completely different scene. They come back to it twenty minutes later, and the perception we have as an audience is that they've been standing in the room looking at each other yeah. for twenty minutes. Yeah. And by the way, this Edmund Gray, he had um, one of the most beautiful women as his. I think it was his wife on the show. Um, What's your I name? don't know if she did anything else or or who she. Is, but her name's Eva LaRue. Eva LaRue was that was her character's name on the show, or was that no. her? Well, Kathy no, Kathy just said that was his wife, uh, his his ex wife, Eva LaRue. Uh, I no, I just said yeah. that. I said they met on oh, set. Yeah, they met on set. Oh, that yeah, was, he okay. survived and by his ex wife, Eva LaRue. Eva LaRue. Oh, wow. Eva okay. LaRue sounds like a soap opera name. She okay. was um she was beautiful. I loved her. My name is Eva LaRue. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just new in town, and I wondered if there's a salon I might go apply at. Yeah, Kathy, I'm looking her up. I don't recognize her, but she is stunningly Stunning. Beautiful. She was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I, I always wondered if, she, I guess she didn't really do much after that. Well, obviously, he zeroed in on that. Dude, her ex-husband is John O'Hurley. What? Whoa. Yeah. He's, uh, he's from the soap opera realm. That's right. He was married to her? He was married to her from 1992 Whoa. to 1994, and then she married John Callahan, and then she married another guy named uh, Joe Capuccio. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Kathy, she's on CSI Miami. Okay. Eva LaRue. How know. do you do? I don't know if I, yeah, she was on, she was on CSI Miami for seven years. Okay. Okay, so she had a, uh, she's had a career. Dad, it's your child. <laughs> Is that a Jewish thing? Yeah. All right, so John Callahan, uh, passed sad. away. That's sad. Yes. Um, she's. She's the godmother of Michael Consuelos, whose father is Mark Consuelos, whose birthday it is today. This is so Oh, crazy. my God. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, if I'm being honest, I once finger blasted. Oh, Whoa! <laughs> wow. Huh. I just wanted to get at this. They're, I made that up. If we're being honest here, yeah. right? Okay. I just want so desperately to be back in the spotlight. Right. All right. Well, I me... can't do that. I mean, I have severe arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't unbend my fingers to do that. <laughs> I think you understand. Yeah. You're so many to... senior citizens have lost the ability to <laughs> finger blast. <laughs> the FBC committed to <laughs> finger blasting seniors. Oh, my God. Hi, I'm Regis Philbin. <laughs> Hi, I'm Regis Philbin. <laughs> Youth means vitality and the ability to do things with your fingers that you often lose as you get older. <laughs> Due to rheumatoid artists or just the way old people's fingers kind of get all knotty and the bones look really weird. <laughs> FBS? <laughs> FBS. Finger blasting seniors. Okay. Every month you'll receive a pamphlet in the mail. <laughs> okay. You can't read it, though, because your fingers are so effed up. Yeah. All right, so Shia LaBeouf and his ex-wife, Mia Goth, were spotted out and about looking uh, connected and cozy. Connected and cozy? What the F does that mean? Which raises brows, but speculation went into overdrive when observers noticed that they were both wearing wedding bands. Whoa! Uh, the pair dated for four years, then married. You think they got hitched there, Preston? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think they're just doing that. I, uh, a friend of mine did that way before they even got just engaged do it. and got married. They started wearing bands, which really? I was like, no. Whose idea was that? I don't know. Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, some people do that, and I find that odd. No. That is odd. Yeah. I mean, well, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you can. Um, Are they just... Together now, Preston? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. So it works. But, but if you're wearing the bands, you, you're you're, make, you're showing everyone that you've made the legal commitment to be browbeaten. Uh, later, though, it emerged that the wedding was not legally binding uh, when they were 
when they did this in 2016 and 2018, they fought for divorce, blah, blah, blah. But they may be back together. So well, that's great news. Isn't that great news? <laughs> Just thought I'd throw a little bit of positivity after the whole. He seems to get, he has his act together, right? You know, you wonder, though. He's gotten better. Thinking about this over the weekend. You know, some people are doing okay. If you're, you know, if you're a little unstable, this quarantine for a while, I I hope people are carrying on and doing well, obviously. But, you know. Yeah. You, you don't it, know. It's going to do some funky things. It could indeed draw people closer together. It could do the opposite, you know? We'll wait and see. Yep, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see, Preston. Uh, Kate Winslet, Matt Damon, and other stars of the 2011 hit Contagion have reunited virtually to share important info about the coronavirus pandemic. Winslet says, in the Contagion movie, I played an uh, um, a pedi- um, epidemiologist trying to stop the spread of a hypothetical virus. Uh, to prepare for the role, I spent time with some of the best public health professionals in the world. And what was one of the most important things they taught me? Wash your hands like your life depends on it, because right now, in particular, it just might. So uh, this is very true, Preston, because I saw over the weekend, and people keep putting that information out, there was a uh, one of the uh, immunologists was talking about the one thing you can do, wash wash your hands, obviously, but don't touch your face or if you're going to touch your face make sure you just wash your hands that is how this is really transmitted the most in 97 percent of the cases uh or the life of someone you love or even the life of someone you might not know but is still deserving of your consideration uh like the people on the front lines of this fight right now the doctors and the healthcare providers uh, the people who are still working in the grocery stores or delivering food to your homes uh, which is where you should be right now. So, yeah, the uh, the the crew that was in that movie got together and they uh, made this video. Is that movie Contagion? Uh, Contagion, that oh, is correct. Got to watch that. Is that on the Netflix? By the way, NBC Today Show unveiled a new NBC PSA, The More You Know, featuring Kelly Clarkson, Aww. Andy Cohen, Ted Danson, and Mary Steenburgen, and others on how to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Uh, the dozen-plus spots will roll out over the next few weeks, so you will start uh, seeing... Uh, the more you know, once again, in the very new I used to like those. Yeah, exactly. And then one last Old thing. Old people can't figure blast. That's right. I read just Philbin. The more you know. Uh, one last thing. Uh, China had uh, reopened their theaters. Uh, they're closing them again. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, as they continue to battle the coronavirus. Yeah, this comes as uh, bad news for the industry, by the way, which hoped that the slow reopening of theaters would continue uh, last weekend, 500 were open again with the hope of others following suit, but they, they shut them down. They're like, it's not time yet. Not yet. Right, right. And uh, they had though they had put into release the first Harry Potter movie, I think. It was a 4K re-release. So you'll have to wait on that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, clips. Let's do it. All right. Let's begin with this one. When two Boston police officers are murdered, an ex-cop teams up with his no-nonsense uh, no roommate to uh, take down the criminals in Spencer Confidential. In this clip, Mark Wahlberg discusses the many layers of the film's storyline. It's obviously a dramatic story, but there uh, is a lot of humor, a lot of emotion. And, you know, on top of that, that kind of Boston wit, sarcasm, it's, it, it's a fine line, the tone. Yeah, man. Uh, Spencer Confidential is streaming now on Netflix. Here is the next clip. Dispatches from elsewhere. Four ordinary people in Philadelphia who discover a hidden puzzle that welcomes them to a world of possibility and magic. Uh, in this clip, star Eve Lindley 
talks about the show's narrator. Here we go. There's like a, a moment in the pilot where he says, I'm going to give you 20 minutes of your life back and just tell you what you need to know about this person so that we can start the story. I liked it. I thought it was like short and sweet. Narration can be fun. Uh, the first season of Dispatches from Elsewhere continues tonight at 1010, and that is on AMC. I haven't been watching it. Marissa has been watching it. What do you think of it? The cinematography of the way the city looks and what I've seen is gorgeous. I actually tweeted at the whole, ca- the whole cast and thanked them for showing off our city while we can't enjoy it because we're locked inside. Nice. Um, it's beautiful, but it's it's a little trippy. And it's kind of awesome. The acting is great. Um, Sally Field, I love her. Um, Andre 3000, Jason Siegel. It's the one that they filmed all around Philadelphia recently. So a lot, um, a lot of the reactions have been what you're saying. Is that it, it's visually very uh, stunning. And the way they depict the city is really great. And uh, that, that it is a little trippy. And it may not be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you have to. Um, it's kind of like the Da Vinci Code. Where they're trying to figure out their way through these uh, puzzles that they're given. Is it like a big scavenger hunt? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best way to describe it. But I love the fact that, you know, he's handed a note that says, go to South Street, and then he ends up on South Street. That's like, cool. Like, he was actually true to the city, and um, <clears throat> there's only one shot I figured out that was supposed to be Fishtown, and it's not. But, oh. Uh, Continuity, uh, man. Liars! Oh, well, other than that, I highly recommend it. It's okay. really good. Yeah, it looks, it, it, visually, it looks beautiful. All right. Uh, and there you go. That is our entertainment report for you this morning. Uh, we're going to have Todd Glass on the program today. He's going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. Speaking of the 8 o'clock hour, right at the start of that, at 8, we have your first shot today with MMR's Rock Refund, an opportunity to win $500 seven times a day, maybe even a $10,000 grand prize. The details are available at WMMR.com, so we'll get that underway in less than an hour, and I know 500 bucks will definitely go longer than it would have a few weeks ago, so uh, we're happy to help bring that to you. Um, we also have Daily Rush Madness taking place, so a bunch of stuff on our plate. We'll take a break, come back in a second, and get into all of it. We'll be right back. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities, and right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush All right, I'm going to give you the winners uh, from the weekend. Thank you to everyone who voted. Day six winners included... Uh, the, well, the, the matchups, I'll give you that first and I'll tell you who won. It was Minnie Balboa against uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse and Rocky runs away with it. Minnie Balboa with 59% of the votes. Strong showing. Then we have Manthe's Kitchen against Casey Forgot the Sports Intro. Manthe's Kitchen won that one. Wow. 76% of the votes, so a big win for uh, Manthe. Uh, then he had the Haunted House Tours against Pierre Vegetarian Butcher and Haunted House Tours won with 71%. And then the final matchup from uh, last Friday was Prince Harry Needs Wendy's against Casey Doesn't Care. And Casey Doesn't Care moves on to the next round. We have the final matchups of round one today. We're going to get our first of those five matchups in 
the Annabelle category. Frank Caliendo in studio versus Pinecone. So let's play a little clip of each one. This is when Frank Caliendo was in. Tom Hiddleston was at this one. Yeah, yeah we love Hiddleston, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's inc- and he's nicer in person than he is as Loki, first of all. But he has the one-up. Like, he's friends with Jeff Goldblum. So he's mm-hmm. talking about Jeff Goldblum. Yes, yeah. he's doing this. He's like, uh, he'll come over and he'll be like, uh, how are you? Good. You <laughs> look great, Tom. You really do. And that's when, I, when you meet people, it's like that. So yeah. we're going back and forth, me and Hiddleston. Tommy, as yeah, I like to yeah. call him. <laughs> yeah. Tommy and I are going back and t- back and forth doing Jeff Goldblum. We're doing some Pacino and stuff like that. It's like, whoa, he does more of a, the Scarface guy. All right, so that was uh, Frank Caliendo in studio, and then it's going to match against Pinecone. Pinecone. Here we go. Hey, did you guys know that, uh, speaking of bodies of water, if you say Pacific Ocean really fast, it sounds like Pinecone? Say it. Say it. Go ahead. No, you do it. No. Are you ready? Pinecone. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, God. I made up that joke on Christmas Eve. Oh, my God. Because we were doing St. Nicholas and Santa Claus. Oh. And I said it. I was driving home from Mass with my mom and my three kids, and I said it. And I started laughing so hard that I had to pull over because I couldn't see. I couldn't breathe. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that is uh, the matchup that we're highlighting now. There's five matchups all together, so make sure that we can finish up round one today. Uh, and we will announce those as we go through the course, course of the morning. So you can now vote and see the videos at PrestonandSteve.com. And we encourage you to do that very thing. Please do it. All right. Um, I have some stories. It's uh, the junk drawer. Really? Yeah, right. but it's going to be all, you know, corona-based things. So maybe I should come up with a new name for the foreseeable the future drawer. for uh, some of these. Uh, there you go. I guess, well, technically not activities, but. How about the corona cupboard? The corona cupboard. <laughs> what, that's, okay, we'll put that one in there for now. All right. We'll see if we can come up with uh, something the more corona cupboard. Uh, all right, so Catholics who have been trying to abstain from meat on Fridays for Lent can stop because we are all making enough sacrifices during the coronavirus crisis. That's according to the Bishop of uh, Matuchin, uh, which is in New Jersey. Matuchin? I guess. Is it Matuchin? Matuchin, maybe. Okay. Is he going to buy the Pope? Yeah, uh, that's my a good mom question. only listens to the Pope. What are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. Uh, the Reverend James uh, Cecchio, head of the diocese from uh, Matuchin, uh, said that he is granting a dispensation from abstaining on meat for the remainder of Lent, except on Good Friday. Uh, Cecchio said that he it's made... balls, I'm going to be touching with my foot. Uh, he said that uh, he made the decision given the difficulties of obtaining some types of food and the many other sacrifices which we are suddenly experiencing given the coronavirus. So if you're looking for a bright spot in this whole pandemic, you can have meat on Fridays. Well, <laughs> only if you... Uh, only if... You know, I guess you're in their diocese, right? Yeah, then you're screwed otherwise. Yeah, then you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if, like, it, you know, if my mom were to hear that, even from, like, our bishop yeah. in uh, in the Philadelphia Archdiocese, if she would... Uh, would she accept it from a, a papal decree? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay. Right. She's got to hear it from on high. Yeah, yeah. because uh, when um, St. Patty's Day fell on a Friday, you know, right. whenever, uh, in, in the uh, most recent... Uh, time he she cooked a uh, ham and cabbage on St. Patty's Day, and the Pope had given a, a, and the Pope had given a special dispensation. So. I hear you. Okay, 
Uh, so Catholics are usually instructed to abstain from meat on Ash Wednesday and then on Fridays during Lent as an act of sacrifice and self-discipline in the weeks leading up to Easter. Uh, the diocese includes about 600,000 Catholics in Middlesex, Somerset, Hunterton, and Warren counties. It's unclear if the Archbishop of Newark and the bishops in the Trenton, Camden, and Patterson dioceses are planning to announce similar dispensations to allow Catholics to eat meat on the last two Fridays before Good Friday and Easter. They're going a little more hardcore pressing during Mass. When they do resume, the Eucharist will be placed with hamburger patties. Wow. That's I mean, a, that's, that's that is the other a way. quantum leap in the other way. Sliders, probably, because... Because they're smaller, <laughs> yeah. and they look more like Eucharist. Uh, New Jersey, I did not know this, has one of the highest percentage of Catholics in the nation. Really? Uh, yep, and the state's... And jug handles, coincidence? And the five... Yes. The state's five <laughs> dioceses have made unprecedented decisions in recent weeks to cancel masses, postpone funerals and weddings, and encourage worshipers uh, to stay at home. I did not know that New Jersey was one. No, of I mean either. Did not know. Also, the, the highest one. The, is it the highest concentration of wealth in the country as well? One of the highest. I, I had seen that before. California. I guess, as yeah, well. the, the highest number of of uh, yeah millionaires or billionaires. Thousandaires. Sure. Thousandaires. And also um, <laughs> the uh, that was the smartest. We we heard one of the one of the uh, one of the surveys said yeah, Jersey gets pretty bad rap. I know. It, it, it's blueberries. Got some, it's got some good things. <laughs> blueberries. The blueberries. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Archaeological. Digs. Could you maybe offer us something else other than that? I mean, like, if you think about it, like, you know, in, if you're in New Jersey, you look over the river and you see the beautiful Philadelphia and New yeah. York skylines. But when you're in New York, you look at Hoboken and Camden and, you know, all the, like, so give what, us. What would you want? I, I don't Take some of this wealth that you're talking about and sink it in. Give us some some high, high rises to look at or something. You don't need the high rises. You've, you've got the you've got the shore. You've got the beautiful farm. Okay. Beautiful right. Camden so, shore. Yeah. <laughs> no, the other. <laughs> you you, you got to keep going east. Go you're a little right. further east. Uh, by Are the way, Connor. Touting I'm sorry. Camden? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Nick is bringing up the uh, the commercials town in Camden and how everything is on the uh, on the upswing, and it is statistically Camden has a has been enjoying a massive turnaround. By the way, Connor just pulled up some stats. It looks like Rhode Island has the largest percentage of uh, Catholics no in the nation, which I, I, that's kind of random. Rhode Island, wait, Rhode Island, then New Jersey, then California, then New York. That's percent of uh, Catholic per uh, the population. Of Rhode huh. Uh, let's see. What else I got in here? More from the Corona cupboard? Corona cupboard. (laughs) Or the quarantine corner, as somebody has, uh, posted as well. Quarantine. A global shortage of condoms is looming. And I mean, this is big time. The world's biggest producer of condoms said after a coronavirus lockdown forced it to shut down production. Malaysia's Carex BHD makes one in every five condoms globally. Huh. It has not produced a single condom from his three Malaysian factories for more than a week due to the lockdown. And that's already a shortfall of 100 million condoms. Oh, my God. Normally marketed internationally by brands such as Durex, supplied to state healthcare systems, such as Britain's NHS, or distributed by aid programs. Could you use finger cuts? If you got pressed, what are those? You know the things that, like, if people have the, like a rotting fing- fingernails or whatever, you can put over the end of your fingers. Yeah, oh, uh, I could. Casey could. I was going to say it, but he would have gotten mad at me. Yeah, well, it's a dick thing to say to somebody. But he said it, and uh, now it's, I mean, if, if you have a small, yes. narrow penis, that might be an option, Preston. Uh, but a hundred million condoms—that's a big wow. deal, and especially for these. 
healthcare systems. Uh, the company was given permission to restart production on Friday, but with only 50% of its workforce under a special exemption for critical industries. When I was in college, you could get free condoms over at the health center. I don't know if that was the same for you guys, Kathy and, and Nick. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you never had to buy them. You know what I should do just for fun? Just, you know, one night with the wife, say, hey... Let's go old school. No. Let's, <laughs> let's do a throwback session tonight. I'm going to wear a rubber. Because you, you had a vasectomy. You don't need it. Why not? I know, but, you walk know, down memory lane. What's, you know, what would be the point of it? I wonder if people... No. Would no. Be wild, there's no way anybody... Wouldn't it be would, wild if she got pregnant? Would ever <laughs> wear a rubber because they like it. You know what no, I mean? That's, no, that is a crock of crap. Yeah. I, I had some... I had bear bags, which I would use for a while, which I'd get at my favorite... Pharmacy, you might confuse it with the Sunoco station, but uh, they were called bearbacks. They were called bearbacks. Okay, yeah, but they were very thin. I'm yeah. sure they they were. If you use them properly, they provided 10 percent protection. I'll bet they did. Uh, but the um, uh, you know, uh, here's something you can do if you are in a pinch: buy pre-made pigs in the poke. No, take <laughs> take the take pig, out. pig out and uh-huh. close up the end of it. Okay. Did uh, I did I see it in a movie, or did somebody tell a story about how uh, they had a friend who who uh, used to self indulge into those things as far because cleanup was better into pigs in the poke no 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 into into condoms so oh. that like when when everything was done no fuss no muss uh, no, come on uh, no no i, I, I had socks. a friend that tried that casey and and he he thought that it was for that reason uh, and then he realized that uh, he was not getting the condoms for free, and that it cost him too much money every time he wanted to do that <laughs> to have to wear a condom. Listen, besides, even if you have one of those on, and I remember the days of using that, you still need to do a little bit of tidying up when you take that thing yes, off. Yes, you it's not do. Like you, it's not like you take it off and go... Whistle clean, you know, like, you know, it, has, like, gotta, it, like it has a pull tie at the yeah. end, right? And you put it in with your regular trash. It's, it's no, it's not worth the, the, the loss honey, of sensation. Sex was wonderful and so cleanly. Yes, <laughs> thanks <laughs> you for not thanks for not dribbling on my duvet. Uh, so the chief executive, uh, Go Miakiat, yeah, I know, uh, said my concern is that for a lot of humanitarian programs deep down in Africa, the shortage will. Not just be two weeks or a month that uh, shortage can run into months. Uh, Malaysia is Southeast Asia's worst affected country, by the way, with the, the coronavirus. The lockdown is due to remain in place uh, for them until at least April 14th. Uh, the other major condom producing countries are China, where the coronavirus originated and led to widespread factory shutdowns, and India and Thailand, which are seeing infections <laughs> spiking only now. So there will probably be more shutdowns, which means less condoms. Uh, makers of other critical items like medical gloves have also uh, faced some hiccups in their operations in Malaysia as well. So I didn't know that oh, that was that's a huge issue. You know something a big else? latex area. Another element of two press. A lot of people have been purchasing the Magnum condoms and using them as sleeping bags, okay. and so that has diminished. <laughs> in case it's diminished the availability of those. By the way, in case you jotted this down, if you did watch Tiger King, remember Joe Exotic used to hand out condoms with yeah, his face on them. That's right. Yeah. So, to, like, kids. Yeah. Yes, to children. That's like handing out bullets to people. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, that is, uh, that's on the way. That shortage of condoms may be happening. So, so just, yeah. So, hoard your condoms. Well, or at least them. take them out, put them in the washing machine, and then put them out on the line to dry. Okay, yeah, and then they'll be ready to go. All right, uh, what else I have here for you? Let me dig into the quarantine corner or corona cupboard. <laughs> and uh, find something for you. Oh yeah, this is this is kind of an, an interesting. Are you washing your hands every time you pull it out of that thing? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, but I'm the only one that goes in here. That's true. Okay, that's okay. So uh, Walmart's EVP, Executive Vice President of uh, Corporate Affairs, 
has stated that Walmart has been reporting an increase in the sales of tops, but not bottoms as far as clothing goes. And it's funny. It says we're seeing increased sales in tops, but not bottoms. So people who are concerned, obviously, from the waist up, these behaviors are going to continue to change and evolve as people get accustomed to uh, their new lifestyle, if you will. So they're saying it. it might be because some people are using the video conferencing more often, and they just buy new stuff for the top because that's all anybody's seeing. They're just porky-pigging it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Magic conducting. My, Go ahead, Kathy. I was talking to my neighbor yesterday, and, uh, you know, he he uh, has to do some sort of business conferences, and his wife told me that he'll put a button, you know, button-down shirt on, but still just keep his sweatpants on. Kathy, yeah. isn't that the, the, the standard go-to for people in uh, broadcast news that you wear a... Like a, uh, or, or, well, women can't get away with it if they're wearing a dress. Yeah, no, obviously. I don't think they really actually do that, but occasionally you'll see somebody with like sneakers on. Or and, Well, I remember over at NBC 10, Steve Levy, who used to work there, he always yeah. wore jeans. Always wore jeans and wear a suit all from the, the time. Waist up. Dan Rather, short shorts <laughs> and flip flops. Wow. Suit up above the waist, yeah. short shorts and flip flops <laughs> below. Actually, I think uh, it was, uh, Alex Sarah's- Holly. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say Alex Holly is a, um, she does the same thing, but she wears sweatpants because it's so cold in the studio. Okay. Oh. All right, Nick. Last week, uh, Sarah Silverman tweeted something out to the effect of, uh, you know, I, I, I put on pants this morning and I, I had trouble breathing. I thought maybe I was being affected. It turns out I just was wearing jeans for the first time in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little uh, it's a little weird. I wouldn't doubt it if over at, at uh, uh, Fox Twenty Nine they did it because in their their studios they are freezing, F- freaking yeah. cold. Yep. We last time we what was it the Clash Room? Yeah. Went in there and it was super cold. TV studios by and large tend to run colder, but that one is because they unbel- have, they use a lot of lights. Yeah. And, and they but, have open bonfires. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. was yeah. <laughs> I agree. So I can understand why Alex might want to do that. But by the way, so so at Walmart online they're seeing an increase in tops and a decrease Mm -hmm. in bottoms. Uh, Walmart is also seeing an increased sale of cleaning products, uh, entertainment products, and crafting items, as you might imagine. Stuff that would be part of crafts. (laughs) Kathy's happy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Let's see. What else we have here? Uh, How about this? Professor Mark Blagrove from uh, Swansea University says a lack of of stimulation caused by staying at home for long periods of time is changing the way people sleep and dream. Hmm. How so? He says that many are experiencing a surge in feelings of boredom and also in their levels of stress and worry, all of which can impact your dreams, in some cases making them more emotional. You're going to have to tell us later on because you apparently had a Tiger King dream. I can tell you now if you want. It's it's not really long. Okay. And, and it's directly because, you know, we're, we're obsessed with this show. We've finished it, but uh, leading up to that, I maybe I didn't watch more than, than two episodes a day, I don't think. Or maybe we did three right. and then two and then one. But anyhow, so I had a dream the other night and I woke up and I'm like, I can't believe I just dreamt about this. I was working for Joe Exotic for some reason or another. Do you want the theme song behind you to describe uh, it? No, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, and <clears throat> Joe tells me, he gives me three tigers and I have to watch them. Now, oh my God. They're like, they're young tigers. They're not kittens, but they're big enough to wear, you know, they can eat you if they want. Sure. To. So he says, he had me stay in this car. He's like, I want you to keep these three tigers in here. It's a dream I had. So uh, I go, okay. So he leaves. 
Do me a favor. And all of a sudden, people are walking by the car, and they see that I have tigers in there. They open the door, and they start getting in the car with me. And, I mean, it's a dream, so it's weird. So all these people start piling in this car, and I'm like, no, get out of here. i got to keep these tigers in here. Get out of this car. Joe's going to be mad at me. And and everything gets all confused, and the next thing I know, the tigers are gone. Oh, Oh, my God. And apparently, they ran into this hotel and convention center where there are people, you know, so now I'm panicking. Got to get the tigers back. So Joe comes back, and instead of, like, getting mad and yelling at me, we go and we, we start searching after these tigers. And you can hear people, like, screaming in the background and stuff, and we're trying to track They're probably there. And get these yeah. tigers, yeah. <laughs> so it, it it essentially was a panic dream. It was one of those yeah. things where I, I have to do this. I have to, oh, oh my God, we got to, you know. And, and so I woke up, and I'm like, you know, my heart's all racing and stuff because I think people are going to die because of me. <laughs> And then, I, and then it dawned on me, like, you just dreamt about that goddamn show. Listen, Preston, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Actually, you're, you're a good-looking fella. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of massage your chest for a few minutes. But it was a legit, straight-up nightmare about Tiger King. Tiger I, King. It, it, it penetrated yeah. my, my ego, my, oh. my, my, uh, my mental Faculties. By the way, did we all finish it? By the way, yes, yes. yes. Okay, just okay. Want them to... uh, quick, quick question: are, are people having? I would assume they're having restless night sleeps, right? Um, well, it says here since uh, since many people are are no longer commuting, they also are sleeping more and therefore have more time to dream. So I think no, I don't think they're having restless. I think it's just they're, the, oh, the, they're, okay, their mind is more active and it's creating. Uh, dreams to be more emotional. It says, and they're, they're Preston, probably... come in here and give me a massage. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably having longer dreams as well. It's okay. Don't worry. I have a whole bunch of condoms. I was hot to him because I was the only one that had teeth. Yeah. In oh, my the, God. In the entourage. Yeah. So. We call him Teeth because he has teeth. Uh, he adds, this is according to the professor, he said that uh, there may be an increase in dreaming about things at home, such as pets, or an increase in dreams about somebody you have not spoken to or seen in a while due to the long time spent on social media. Wow. So if you're having odd dreams, if things are a bit weird or maybe more vivid, uh, it's probably, it, 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 if you are spending time in self-isolation, that it's probably that. I find that if I... I, I now on the weekend, I, I sleep till, you know, I, a, a couple hours extra, but I find if I sleep past a certain amount of hours, I, I wake up and I have like a headache all day. No kidding. It, it, it doesn't, the more I sleep, the less restful, the less rested I feel. And that's why uh, I love my sleep over bed, but yeah. I get a solid night's sleep and then I'm, I'm good to go. That's the, the only way I can play it. I've tried every iteration and it doesn't work as effectively as that. Huh. I slept till 11 o'clock yesterday. Oh my wow, God. Now dude. I was up till three. Wow. Watching Ozark. Watching... Oh. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, I had finished Tiger. You missed Tiger. Brady yeah. Brunch on me TV. <laughs> I know. That's right. In case I, I didn't start it, is Ozark, is it good this season? Kathy, uh, it wraps up great. I, I have okay. a hard time watching that show because I, I basically hate every single character on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for Jason Bateman, I kind of like him, but every character on that show What about Sam the Butcher? Me. Sam the Butcher's fine. Oliver, I'm like, what's the point? Um, <laughs> but, is this the final season? Uh, Kathy, it doesn't seem like it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, wow, slept till 11. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh... I was up to... <laughs> so I did that, and then I went to bed, and I started watching Endgame, you know? So I have to watch Endgame to a certain point, and then I can fall asleep. So I was probably up to, like, <laughs> four. <laughs> Jesus. 
So the I, whole sleeping to 11 thing kind of, you know. Yeah. I, I, it's not like you I slept it. in. Yeah, I think I what you do before hours. you go to bed, if you have like 10 minutes before you're going to go to sleep, put on something short like Endgame. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, let me find something else to talk about. Then we're going to take a break in just a moment. Uh, how about that? I'm doing all Corona related things. How about this? Yeah, I got it. Do you have anything like uh, Ebola or leprosy? No, none of that for now. Okay. But we'll make sure we get back to that in, in due time. Ralph Lauren is the latest to start making medical masks and gowns. Uh, there are uh, some other designer brands that are lending their support. Uh, the fashion designer now announced the shift in production through its charitable arm on Thursday. Uh, the Ralph Lauren Corporation Foundation will start making 250,000 masks and 25,000 isolation gowns in the U.S. Other fashion brands have also pledged to help make urgently needed medical wear. I bet you those gowns will be fabulous. <laughs> the foundation will also donate $10 million towards the global response. Uh, Ralph Lauren himself said at the heart of our company there all, has always been a spirit of togetherness that inspires our creativity, our confidence, and most importantly, our support for one another. In the past weeks and months, that spirit has never wavered. It all changed for me when I saw a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other well-known retailers are also shifting production lines to manufacture face masks and gowns. Luxury coat brand Canada Goose said that it will be making gowns to be donated to healthcare workers. Preston, come in here and help me make some gowns. <laughs> and take your shirt off. He's invaded every bit of me. <laughs> Uh, that sounded really perverse, didn't <laughs> yeah. it? He's I like to think it. Now you're getting it, Tiger Buddy. Uh, uh, the production will start at two of its previously closed Canadian manufacturing facilities <laughs> next week with the initial goal of uh, producing scrubs and gowns, by the way. So. That's great. Yeah. The, it, and I think it was, uh, who was it? Um, uh, some of the scents uh, are, are... Like five cents and a penny? No, 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 no. Oh, 50, smells. 50 cent. Yeah. Are uh, or you know making hand sanitizer and stuff like that. So they're switching their productions. By the way, we need a lot of people have asked me about local the local distilleries that are making the hand sanitizer. Yeah. We, uh, we that information is is up online, is it not? It's pretty much everybody. Man. Yeah, I yeah. Got, yeah, I've started getting emails, and they're they're all doing that type of thing. Marissa, yeah, I was actually just thinking while I was baking coffee, I'm gonna make a blog of all of the distilleries and breweries that are still open and doing takeout, there and are, the there ones who have the, the the hand sanitizer. Thank. You. You for that because there are a ton of them and they're they, they they're now pushing them up if you've seen Preston on on tv even chains and stuff are going to great lengths to establish how they're not touching things and so on and so forth you can you can if you if you do have the resource to do it help these businesses so that'd be great if you could do that that's awesome yeah, and we have the shop local page of course which has tons of restaurants and all that good stuff yep yep all right there for you all right thank you and that's all i'm going to reveal from well the uh corona cupboard you uh you strangled corona from a lemon this morning and we have uh several other things to get to including mmr's rock refund which starts today it's a 500 dollars cash prize that you can win seven times a day we get the honor of starting it this morning and right at about 8 a.m so we're going to do the b file next so it'll be around that uh that we're going to reveal a certain keyword we'll tell you what you need to do with that as far as sending it to us to let us know that you are indeed listening and you might win 500 bucks and it's going to happen seven times a day. you might even win 10 grand i'll tell you how to get on board for that so we'll take a break and get to all that in just a moment with the president steve show we'll be right back 
everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop, like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops, with designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, we've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees, plus coffee mugs and much more, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. We're going to do a few things in this particular segment. We're going to get to the B-File. Then we have your first shot at winning $500 today. Seven opportunities with MMR's Rock Refund. Oh, and that happens Monday through Friday, mind you, for Amazing. the next several weeks. And then after that, we'll have our Daily Rush uh, Madness matchup because we got five of them. We have extra ones today. So let's get to it all right now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, we will begin with this. Thailand, their controversial king has been self-isolating uh, in luxury and with his entourage. And I will explain. And uh, the name... You got to give me a break on this. This one's really hard. Casey, look at all these. Oh, yeah. All these letters here. King Maha Vajira Longcorn, I think is how you say his name. But we'll call him King Maha. Nailed it. He's also known as Rama X. He is said to have booked out the entire Grand Hotel uh, Sanenbikal after the four-star hotel received special permission from the district council to accommodate his party. The 67-year-old king's entourage included a harem of 20 concubines and numerous servants. Is that uh, eliminating your social proximity, your 20 concubines? Here's the deal. It is unclear if his four wives are living in the hotel with the rest of the group. No. Guest houses and hotels in the region were ordered to close, but a spokesperson with the local district council said the Grand Hotel was an exception because the guests are a single homogenous group of people with no fluctuation. However, the 119 members of the entourage have been reportedly sent back to Thailand on suspicions that they contracted the highly contagious respiratory disease. My dear wives, I worry for you. That's why I'm not bringing you with me. It's just me and my concubines. Uh, so, uh, news of uh, Maha's apparent self-isolation in a luxury location was met with anger by tens of thousands of Thai people who risked breaking the country's laissez-magiste laws by criticizing him online. Under, get- under the laws, anyone who insults or criticizes the monarchy could be imprisoned for up to 15 years. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that seems fair. But a Thai hashtag was translated to, why do we need a king, appeared 1.2 million times on Twitter within 24 hours after an activist claimed <laughs> uh, that Maha was traveling on holiday in Germany while the outbreak continued to spread across Thailand. He's certainly not helping the king thing. (laughs) No, definitely not. A man called in a bomb threat to the Orlando Police Department late Tuesday, threatening to blow it up uh, and blow up the headquarters and other nearby buildings because people are being, quote, put out of work due to the coronavirus crisis. So he figured calling it a bomb threat would fix everything. Maybe if I blow it up, people will go back to work. Justin DeMoria Black faces charges of false report of a bombing and unlawful use of two-way communication device. Police did not find any explosives when they arrested him. I guess he couldn't find any tigers for purchase. Yeah, so it was it was a hoax, obviously. He claimed to have had four bombs. He said, I'm going to blow up the Orlando... Listen to what he said. All right, let's I'm going to blow up the Orlando Police Department. I'm going to blow up the 7-Eleven. And then he goes, I'm going to blow up... There was a car wash. <laughs> What? <laughs> What's the name of that car wash? Oh, that's... <laughs> you know, it's down on Spruce. 
That's Spruce and eleven. What Let's he had to say. Uh, you pick the car wash. Now, on a more serious note, and I put this here, and I want to make sure that, that stories like this do get out because I want to let you know, a lot of times we hear about tragedies after they happen. We don't hear when they are averted or thwarted. Uh, earlier this week, a white nationalist was killed during a shootout with Federal Bureau of Investigation while attempting to bomb a hospital in the apparent hope that the loss of medical center would result in coronavirus spreading apace in Kansas City. But they got this guy. Okay? Good, good. How'd they so, get him? According to the FBI, 36-year-old Timothy Wilson was moments away from detonating what he believed to be a car bomb when agents from a Missouri field office moved in to arrest him after a brief exchange of gunfire. Wilson was fatally wounded. The FBI apparently uh, became apprised of Wilson's plans through their investment investigation of another white nationalist, a guy named Jarrett William Smith, who was arrested in September of last year after planning a bomb at a major American news network and kill former Congressman uh, Beto O'Rourke. At the time, Smith was an active duty member of the U.S. Army. He also planned to travel to Ukraine in order to fight alongside a far-right terrorist organization. Smith distributed information relating to explosive, destructive devices, and so on. So Wilson had apparently, he eventually pleaded guilty to those charges. Wilson shared instructions on how to make an improvised explosive device with another domestic terrorism subject who is now uh, believed to be Smith, suggesting a network or at least a patchwork of connected white nationalists with concrete plans to attack the country in times of great national strain or turmoil. This is a group of people that wait for something like this to happen. To jump on it. And then to try to jump on it. Huh. So, you know, how, as far as how they knew this was going to happen, Steve, I don't know in, in the investigation, but they got him. But stop and think about this. All this is going on. God bless the, the, the law enforcement. God bless the doctors. God yep. bless the, the, the rescue workers, firefighters, truck drivers, all the people who carry on so that we'll have stuff in place when this wraps up. It's just unbelievable. All right. And then one last story. New York City's Department of Health is bending over backwards to warn the public about a whole new threat. And that's rim jobs. Rim jobs? Yes, mm. the rim job. <laughs> I want to warn everyone about rim job. That's me playing, uh, or saying Bajmir, I think, yeah. is, is uh, rim job backwards. Yes. Rim job. So, <laughs> rim job. I'm going to let Dr. Kaglaki tell you about that. I want to tell you about rim job. Rim job. Rim job. <laughs> The city's health agency issued graphic guidelines for safe sex practices during the coronavirus pandemic on Saturday. Uh, and they talked about, obviously, pleasuring yourself being the safest way. Of course. But one of the things they're calling out is rimming. Rimming, yeah. Uh, according Rim job. Rimming, yeah. What about edging? Uh, they didn't say anything about edging or figging or, okay. or anything along, or, or sounding yes. or docking or anything like that. I guess those those lectures are coming later. Later on. As Today's we, subject is docking. Uh, as particularly dangerous in a jaw-dropping section of, of the frame pu- job. Of the public <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Safety alert. Uh, Twitter users naturally had a field day with the bizarre one bullet point, whipping it into the butt of jokes online, as you might imagine. So uh, wash your hands and no rim jobs? Uh, some were shocked that the Department of Health didn't let this particular sex act fall through the cracks and, in fact, added it right after a section on kissing. Wow. So, rim jobs and kissing all in one shot. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. don't, rim job. I guess that needed to be said. I think you never This should know. definitely come after kissing. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. right, right. Hey, and, uh, your <laughs> breath tastes like ass. Yeah. Well, funny you should bring that up. No rim jobs before kissing. 
That's, there should be a shirt. Yeah. That says, yeah. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. And now we are doing it, people. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first of many opportunities for you to win some cold, hard cash. And I have a special keyword for you to, to use. It is called MMR's Rock Refund. And the word today for this hour is the word work. W-O-R-K. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. Now, listen closely because there's a way that you can win $10,000. First of all, you can enter it via the text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. It's not the regular text number. you got to text the word WORK to 45911. Or if you want to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it through the MMR mobile app. Or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. And it'll be in a little while. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's sponsored by AT&T Subaru. and A-N-T, sorry, A-N-T uh, Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Seven chances to win each weekday. 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. So this is your chance to win 500 bucks. So the word is work, W-O-R-K. Honestly, yeah. uh, perfect timing. Yeah. Couldn't come at a better time. And I keep seeing people texting it over to, to our text line. It is not. Don't text it to 39333. Marissa, Marissa yeah. she set up a bounce back, I okay. think, for those who send that in. We'll say, nope, you want to send it to 45911. So good hey, luck, everybody. And everybody get a rim job. Rim job. Rim job. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. We're not. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush <laughs> All right, let's see what the next matchup is. We're, we're in the finals of our round one face-offs. In the Hey Bitches category, the two videos that are facing each other are the best way to take a photo of your butthole against Doodle Peen. Wow. Right, here are the clips. This is the best way to take a photo of your butthole. I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I mooned my daughter. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just here. Yeah, but I, but I brown-eyed. Oh, no. You're <laughs> So is that how you take a proper ass picture? Uh, I don't think any child should see their father's butthole. (laughs) Write that down. Do what I did and just feel it. It scarred her. She was like, she freaked out. I thought more like, you know, I was thinking more in the veins of my son that I was doing that too. And I was like, I can't believe I just did that. I just did that. I regretted it. Like the second I did that, I was like, why did... I'm just like, if I'm going to move my wife, I go for it just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about it. Yeah. And I did it in front of my daughter. Oh, my God. She will never be able to unsee that. It was so bad. I remember Grandma Flagler oh. Beach with her top off. Yep. Mm-hmm. That happened Terrible. decades ago. <laughs> I will never forget it. All right. Then that faces off against Doodle Peen. Here's the clip. They're the doodle variety, so they get really hairy. So you have so we're to talking groom them. Doodle peen. Yeah. Doodle peen. <laughs> that was a kid show, wasn't it? Doodle peen? Hi, I'm Doodle Peen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's is, today's adventure we teach you how to shave your ass. <laughs> shave it real good. <laughs> doodle peen. Showing you how to groom your genitals. Watch the full video because Doodle Peen has some added video to it. 
that you're going to love. And that's the key. Do, you know, a lot of times, as you said, that you know, uh, Nick Murphy and his, his team will put together these things that you've got to see because it really is an enhancer. Absolutely. So those videos are available right now for you to check out on PresidentSteve.com. Speaking of Nick Murphy, i got to give him a big uh, plug rama because... Uh, I made this uh, video for my social media accounts uh, yesterday just for fun. As anybody is, it's stuck around the home, not able to go anywhere. In the weekend, you find some time, uh, find some things to kill the time. So I made a drumming video of me playing to the uh, uh, Joe Exotic song, I Saw a Tiger from right. Tiger King. And I, I recorded me playing in this outfit, and I, and I synced up the audio and everything. And I had uh, called Nick Murphy to ask him some questions about adding some additional footage to it. And he goes, well, I'll just do this for you if you want to. And so I, I sent it over to him, and, and he did all the magic. I, I, did the, I did the bones of it, but he added all the, the, the real flair to it. The flair makes it pro level. I yes. mean, uh, you, your outfit is stellar and the whole thing, but to have you sort of come in and out of the actual video is great. And so uh, to everyone who has not watched, it's, it's a sensation uh, this this show, Tiger King, yeah. uh, and we're going to be discussing it, and we will not run spoiler free. So you, if you can get up to speed, yeah, we're going to do that. Would be great. We'll do that Wednesday morning. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it yet, and I've I've also seen people, you know, posting on social media. I'm not going to watch. It. I, I don't I don't I don't like things that are you know uh, trendy and so on, and, and neither do I. No. Yeah, I'm not into them. I I didn't. There were some shows that I didn't watch. Part of the reason was because I was late to the party and I didn't want to watch it, and I just never did. But this one, I. I, I legitimately yeah. found fascinating. So here's the deal uh, with this. And again, I, I, I'm exactly that way. Wherever the crowd is going, I tend to go the other way. But we have to be up on this stuff. And I just happened to see this pop up, uh, you know, when it first came up. And I'm like, okay, I got to check that out. I watched the first episode. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend time with this. You could not, in your wildest imagination, script a story like this. No. No so resist your reticence to uh, not check it out. It'll wrap up. But you, it's is the definition of unbelievable. Yeah. But it's real. Yeah, but it's real. It's Yeah, absolutely. So thank you, Nick Murphy, the video king, for uh, helping me out with that. I do appreciate it. Yeah, he's the man. All right, let's, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. Our buddy Todd Glass is going to be joining us. We have a few other things to get to, but good luck. Remember the word work. That is the first word for the rock and roll refund, a rock refund. Uh, so get it over now to us. You have until 15 minutes after the hour. Work. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, so question. So we're gonna do we're gonna do another Daily Rush Madness yes. matchup, and then we're gonna have Todd on right after that. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So let's do the let's do the matchup. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right. So we're doing five matchups today, and that way we can uh, finish up round road round one in its entirety. Uh, we are now in the Hey Bitches portion of our bracket system. Or no, I'm sorry, that was the last one. We are now in the shart section. Ooh. The shart section of our brackets. And two videos facing off, and they are titled Snookle. And then I like the other one. Preston likes the smell of dicks. 
<laughs> Meaning the sporting goods store. Yes, okay. yes, uh, yeah, sure. All right, uh, yeah. So here, here is uh, here's Snookle. I think this one features Nick. Here we go. The reason that I bring it up is that I went, um, I went uh, on a Snookle. Snookle. <laughs> <laughs> Not a scuba. Snookles. Or a snorkel. But a snookle. It's the latest craze that's sweeping the beaches of America. Snookling. I know what the snookle is, if I may suggest. Ladies and gentlemen. Snookle USA. Like California. I'm such an idiot. Snookle. Is going to be facing off against Preston. Likes the smell of dicks. So here's that clip. Here we go. So Keep I got it around. brand new running shoes. <laughs> ah! But I showed them to my friends, <laughs> and, they and everybody immediately just smelled yeah. them right up the nose. They tried it. No, they want to smell here. you. Well, I pass them around. Here you go. Thanks, Nick. Grab, yeah. Grab the shoe. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? A shoe store in general. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that. Now, you guys are going to die when I say this. When I smell this, I think of dicks. I do like it. <laughs> Of course you Me do. Too. Now, yeah, isolate that, are, please. Are you lifting up and smelling guns. underneath, or are you? Uh, yeah, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you mean the, the store? Yeah, that's what I meant. Dick's sporting goods. I was oh. asking if you were lifting up and smelling underneath, but mm. Casey, are you? Are you good? I already sniffed them. I was in the office. All right, and Chuck making an appearance in that yes. uh, that video, which is awesome. So uh, you can take a look at these videos and place your vote. It's very simple. You just go to PrestonAndSteve.com. So who's going to win in that particular matchup? And make sure you do watch the videos. It's Snookle versus Preston Likes the Smell of Dicks. So uh, available now, and we have uh, two more matchups for the day is up. But voting is enabled and running for all the videos, all the matchups. We just are highlighting them as we go through the course of the show. All right, throughout this uh, lockdown process, our self-quarantine uh, and social distancing and all that good stuff, we've just been reaching out to friends and seeing how they're doing and uh, checking in on them because nobody's really promoting a whole lot right now. Shows have been canceled and... Uh, Things and, in, a, in, yeah. in, in a few months, but you're right. Everyone's kind of just... You have a whole bunch of people and a lot of our friends all following suit and yep. quarantining. A little bit in uh, limbo, but uh, we have our next guest ready to go. I wanted to play his music. Wow. <laughs> loves having this set up, so I figured I'd play along. Ladies and gentlemen, from California, calling us bright and early in the morning, Mr. Todd Glass hey, is hey. on the show. Hey. Guys, we're going live. Preston is here. <laughs> Everybody shut the hell up. I don't want to know I'm not quarantining, okay? I'm talking with Hello? Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, how are you? Did you just drop a big F-bomb, Todd? I, you know what? Oh, God. No. 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 You did No, okay. No, you guys are losing it. It's all the quarantine. I didn't drop an F-bomb. What are you guys, ridiculous? <laughs> no, we just thought, of course, but you would never do that. Oh, God. Thank God. First of all, let's put the uh, silliness aside. How are you guys? Doing, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, we're, we're all doing pretty well. We're still coming into work and, you know, p- playing by the rules, though, while we're doing it. And uh, uh, I'm not going insane or anything. I can't speak for everybody, but, you know. That'd be my take on it as well. We know we will get through this. We know there's another side. And we know that uh, the best way to make everything uh, come out the way we wanted to is to follow the rules, as Preston said. You know, how about exactly. you, Todd? Now, 
I am breaking a little rule. I don't want you guys to think I'm nuts because I, like you, agree. Just follow some simple rules. Mm -hmm. But listen, I'm going to break a little rule. I decided to do a show at Helium just for one night. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. See, that would be be an actual big breaking of the rules if you did a show at Helium. I've been fine. I... Sometimes I like when you watch people that have more money than you, that give you ideas. They're like, you know what I did? I'm bored at the house. I installed the bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, Who is it? Was I it? I don't know if we can all afford to install bowling alleys. Was it David you know Gibbs? Go ahead. If you're going to be stuck in the house, I built my house. It's a mall. So, you know. yeah. Well, that's good if you have that type of money. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, you're right. It's true because, like, uh, I think it was David Geffen. Was it, uh, he caught some flag because he said he was quarantining on his $500 million yacht, yacht or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little different, Todd, but you're right. Uh, but I've been loving it. I've been, you know, yesterday, uh, you know what I've been eating for dessert every night? Because I like rationing food is not easy. It's not rationing food, but. You know, I don't want to go to the supermarket a lot, so I've been like, I'm a little more careful, you know? And yeah. my late night eating has, I told someone what my late night dessert was. They're like, Todd, that's a normal. I go, last night, all I had for dessert was like uh, a big, like, bag of MMs. They're like, Todd, that's what normal people, they don't, <laughs> that's more than normal people have without being careful. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Would you, but I know you, so. You are known for your cleanliness. You are known for making sure that everything in the refrigerator is in proper uh, containers and so on and so forth. Yes. Are you just keeping an even keel, or have you gone a little bit more exponential in your attention to cleanliness? Well, you are, you know, you're around the house. You don't, you, you, you're like, you find things to do, you know. So I'm like, you know what, maybe I could, like, you know, straighten out my pots a little more, you know. I'm like, anything, you know. <laughs> and you know, like. You know what? I I don't really vacuum under my sofa ever. You know, so did you? But, you know, did you ahead. did you vacuum under your sofa? Yes, I did. I got all the crumbs out, and you know what I found? What? If you take all the stuff out from under your pillows and just you know brush it nicely, you and you add it to an existing bag of potato chips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, is that right? So, so you're, you're reclaiming oh, chips. Wow. Uh, well, that's crunchy, be- you know. That's being very efficient. I, I, I get it. Todd. It's funny. I think around this time, people are discovering um, that uh, time was never the issue with them not deep cleaning their house. And then right. other people, well, yeah. And then other people are really um, able to use this time constructively. I, I have not gotten to that point just yet. No, I haven't either. Sometimes they. I said, if I'm on the other end of this, you know, obviously, like you said, it's, it's something we've never lived through, but we'll get to the other side of it, of course. And, uh, you know, you, I said, I'm not like I have some paperwork I have to fill out for two things. One, it's not important, but one's for the SAG thing. The other's for my health insurance. And I put it off. I, I have another three months to do it. But I go, if I get on the other side of this and I go, oh, I still haven't filled out the paperwork, I'll be like, are you kidding me? Yes, yep. exactly. Yep. You'll, you'll feel even more terrible than you would have had you just let it slide naturally. Yeah, yeah, because you have this time just sitting in your house. But, you know, I tell you what I've been doing a lot. I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Why not? You know what? what a, you know, what a better time. I, I thought, you know what I did think, though, seriously? I thought, look, you're on lockdown. You can't go out of your house. 
go spend like a little bit of money on some mushrooms and stuff and yeah. have fun. <laughs> you're saying that you, yeah, you, you can. I'm you, popped up right now, guys. So what 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 is what is your choice? Is it pot or mushrooms? If you if you really want to uh, go into Todd Glass, uh, you know, do a sort of a mind journey. Which 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 would which do you prefer? Well, I like I I've done mushrooms like ten times my entire life, so not a ton, but so I thought mushrooms would be good. But I don't do mushrooms every day. I like to make it like a treat, like where you know we're going to do mushrooms. But I've done them. I, I'm going to do them uh, tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to do them tomorrow. Okay. okay. You got so, tomorrow set aside. Yeah, right. Tuesdays are for mushrooms. Mm. Now, when you do you have like a Carlos Castaneda, um, you know, sort of vision thing? Do you, do, you, do you see things or how how elaborate is it for you? Well, um, it's whatever I want it to be. I, you know, last time I had it, I was like, wait a second. My arms are floating up on my side. Like they're. <laughs> If I put my arms by my side, they float up. And I told everyone, I know I'm on mushrooms. I'm not stupid. It's doing it anyway, even if I wasn't on mushrooms. Of course, the next day it didn't happen. So I think it might have been the mushrooms. (laughs) It might have been the mushrooms. So, Todd, have you been been doing anything, videos or any uh, things along those lines? A lot of people have been, uh, you know, creating some uh, uh, social media content and so forth. Well, I'm here with one other person. I am on, you know, I've been... Uh, good with you know staying in my house you know take walks take drives you know like i don't go to the gym i go to the gym seven days a week and i'll get to the question you asked now i can't really go to i don't go to the gym but i make excuses i'm like you know what let's take a ride around i I feel stuck you know yeah i'm stuck let's take a ride around the the, the neighborhood because i'm stuck like riding your car is gonna make this so that that for you now equates to exercise is getting in your car and going for a drive yeah, yeah, I, I feel. And you know what's weird? You take a forty-five minute drive after a big meal, you feel better, you feel lighter. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. You, you, yeah, you're still doing a couple of. You do like a five k in a car. What's the difference? Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They should just have uh, instead of having where they run, people hurt their their limbs. You ever see these marathons? People really hurt their their icing. Their no, just. Drive around. We have cars now. If God wanted people to uh, to run, he wouldn't have invented bikes and walking. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, I saw a guy who, and this dude is, a, I mean, he's a real warrior. He was, I guess, supposed to run a marathon, and what he ended up doing is he, is he created. Oh, saw you saw that, cat. Yes. He created a, a, a running track in his backyard, and he did 1,000 laps and ended up running a marathon in his backyard, I think, uh, either yesterday or Saturday. Yeah, you know what happens after you do that? You end up in a mental in- <laughs> I think it was 7,000 laps, Kate. Was this? Oh, my was, God, that many? I've, I've, I've got the story. I was going to save it for tomorrow. Oh, man, I'm sorry. It's all good. Yeah. Is, is that you? <laughs> oh, Preston, by the way, is that what you're talking about when we talked on the phone about how Casey? <laughs> I've, exactly. I've, I keep yeah. trying, Todd, and he's, yeah, you know, keeps happening. You do see some funny tweets. The other day I saw uh, Jessica Kirsten when she goes, I never thought I'd eat a bag of flour, but here we are. <laughs> it's true. As you start to run out of things, a lot of people are just also, listen, I've been to the supermarket a couple of times, and, and a lot of the, the the stuff's there. Thank God we, we, we keep complimenting of all the millions of people who are stepping up and doing amazing things. The, the truck drivers who are getting the foods, uh, the food to the supermarkets and the supplies, 
most everything is there except for toilet paper. Uh, Todd, I have to ask you, uh, in, in a pinch, what what's your first go-to if you oh. run out of toilet paper? I love it. We just talked about this last night. I have uh, half a roll, so I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that reminds me, I had this friend, Blake Wexler has a friend, and when he was like 15, he goes, I don't know how people entirely wipe their whole butt with only one square that they suggest. Yes. He thought you were supposed to just rip one square off and then wipe your, you know. Well, I had to tell him six. Two, you know, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Crow was a proponent of that for a while. Do you remember? Just one one square of toilet yeah. paper. For now, poop? I, yeah, for oh, a while. My go to. Yeah. You asked me my go to. Yeah, please. We, we talked about this last night. I mean, I guess if you had a cat, you could use your cat, but that's disgusting. <laughs> it um, is. <laughs> but, but, uh, but I would think, like, I thought yesterday, uh, cut up a sheet, like an old sheet. <laughs> You mean like 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 you're making a smock or something? It's just or, or into little like little scrap into little squares. Oh, all right. Little, not the same size as toilet paper, but like a square the size like you know like a half a foot by a half a foot, and then you use that and you throw it out. You don't try to flush it down the toilet. I tried to flush the cat down the toilet <laughs> after I used it yesterday. And I bogged <laughs> it all up. It's they advise you not to flush your pets except if it's a, a fish or something down the, down the right. toilet. Yeah, but but right. but, but so but, go ahead. No, but I, I, I thought about that cut-up pieces of thing or old shirts. I don't know. What do you do? You take a shower. I mean, in a bind, you could get in the shower. We were talking about – yeah, well, here's the deal. I actually had a great foresight. About a year ago, I purchased a uh, a, a bidet attachment for my toilet. And uh, it's uh, it's really it's uh, it, it's it's a wonderful thing. So if you can find one, they're easy to install on Amazon. Uh, and they're all different price ranges. I mean, mine was like fifty bucks, and uh, wow, it, w- what a difference! And it really cuts down on your toilet paper. So I don't know. I haven't checked Amazon lately, but if you check, it's it's a nice option. I saw one at Lowe's the other day. I still don't. But don't you still have to use a little toilet paper? You do, you do, but it it, it dramatically reduces it because you you've actually you've cleaned out most of the warehouse by the time you get to the toilet paper. <laughs> You know what else you could do? Just bring a hose into the bathroom from outside. <laughs> yeah. It really would work. You know what? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That would actually work. <laughs> Just Casey's like, I did it already. I hosed out the kids. I, Daddy, listen, kids. Daddy, everyone makes a poop, and then Daddy will squirt you off with a hose. <laughs> there has to be like a set time for everyone to go, so that you don't you don't want to keep dragging that sucker in. But now, how's how's the weather been out there, uh, Todd? Oh, there's no weather here anymore. Oh, oh you no. hear what happened? <laughs> uh, it's been good. It's so you know, it's so clear. Like it's it's you, you maybe out of this. Not to be too. Well, I don't know. Whenever I say not to be something, I end up doing it anyway. So why don't I say? Um, it, 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 the the air, you know, like in Venice, the the uh, fish came back into the canals, and right? The, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the so maybe we'll see after this. It'll be visible that what we can do to reverse damage we've done in the planet, because it's a visual sign for people mm. that aren't completely in denial. You know, there's some people that are a little confused. Can we? Can't we? This says, wow, that was just a week. That was a stupid week, and look at what's happening. Because it, it, the air has been. Like, just oddly cleaner, and it's not in my head, you know. It's, uh, it could be the mushrooms. Not a- <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible that the mushrooms are causing these yeah, images. Like, 
What if I was like, it could be the mushrooms, but I'm telling you, there are dolphins walking around the streets of Los Angeles. (laughs) I saw a baby bear yesterday. Guys, when is the last time you saw a bear flying around your neighborhood? Never. (laughs) I saw a bear flying around my neighborhood yesterday because the air is so clean. So, Todd, you think that that less pollution would mean the return of flying bears? Right, exactly. Back when, you know when people can reminisce, but not in an honest way? Right. You know, they're like, back when we were kids, everybody had a pool and bears were walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> and people are like, they're easily, yeah, you're right. Everyone did have a bear and a pool. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, some, we, we've established on the show, we, we talked about what most people perceive their memories to be and the accuracy level of their memories is way off, like like to to a ridiculous degree. What you believe you remember from your life, for the most part, is is only like what was it, Preston? Like maybe half correct, yeah, less? at least. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you would have like people believe that um, that we didn't have child predators back when we were kids because you know. Oh, yeah. You're you're oh, Casey. You I uh, believe me. Don't even get me started. Which <laughs> means I'm glad you did. Um, <laughs> but I agree. I agree, especially when it's in the name of. Uh, smudging young people's being. And it's often done with that. It smudges young people's being. You know, the millennials, these people, that people. Back then, back then, the kids listened to the teacher. Back then, kids were polite. Back then, we didn't, you know, you didn't hear about it. You didn't hear about it. A lot of these things were happening. You just didn't hear about it. It's like a, it's a weird memory, you know? Like, yeah. back then, everybody ate spaghetti and went swimming. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, what is it with you and pools, by the way? <laughs> He's big on pools. However, every generation says, ah, when we did, we did that. And there was this. And yeah, there's the good old days. It's, it's the, the good old days. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Real I, quick, so, go ahead. sometimes they're not even good memories. You know, they're weird memories. They're like. You know, back then, uh, we, we used to all... I, I forgot my point, but what were you saying, Steve? <laughs> I, I was saying that all generations tend to complain about the past, or the, the, yeah. the, the, the current generation, and say, well, in our day, we did this, as you were saying. So it's yeah. it's a common thing. It's been since the beginning of time. People just like to yeah, piss and moan. And no one seems to... <laughs> no, one's, uh, uh, no one seems to mind. You know, they'll be like, Back then, we used to drink out of the hose. I heard a comedian do a bit once. When I was younger, we drink out of the hose. I feel like, good, go drink out of the hose. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you can drink <laughs> out of the hose. Go right. Nobody's yeah. stopping you. Nobody's stopping my kids from drinking out of the hose. I mean, yeah. Yeah. well, there's here's a perfect example, Todd. Talk about the amount of the, the people who are like, for example, the the, the bottled water. Um, and I get it. People, you know, they're going to the stores and they're, they're, they're wiping out all the bottled waters in the stores and then realizing that there's still a lot of water and forgetting that water comes out of your tap as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and you got your Brita water. Yes. You know, uh, which uh, uh, sometimes if I'm having company, I just put it right from the tap, you know, into the, yeah. into the glass. <laughs> Why like, waste oh, all that filter? That, yeah, that delicious Brita water. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, well, you, listen, you clean the water for yourself, but your guests, they can drink their filthy stuff. They don't know. I, I, oh, I thought of it. I thought of another one uh, when people say, um, you know, back then, and it's just yeah. not even anything like it's not. I forgot it again. <laughs> oh my god, I'm losing. Are my you? Not, are you sure Monday's not Mushroom oh, Day? No, I okay, I remember it. Okay, I remember it. Oh, when they go, I heard a guy once go. Back then, we had fun video games. Everybody played Pong. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Got him, Todd. (laughs) You got him so good. You got him so good.
You nailed it. People go, oh, I used to dress up. Everyone used to dress up. Good. Why don't you go dress up and play Pong in a suit, okay? What do you want from me? And drink, and drink hose water with bugs and spiders in it. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you want from me? In my day, we had the bubonic plague. Yeah. <laughs> now that was a plague. Yeah. We had the plague. Your plague. This plague is nothing. My plague. I used to be at the grocery store, and the skin was falling off the clerk's face, and they still work. Exactly. Come on. Hey, Todd, are you still yeah. doing your? Uh, you still doing your podcast with? Uh, you know, with the downtime. I have, and last week I did it all by myself. I've never done it at. I am in lockdown, to be honest with you, with my girlfriend. And, uh, <laughs> so I, and I should tell you, because I'm trying to live an honest life. Yes. Right. To be honest with you, my girlfriend is a guy. Moving on. Moving on. Listen, I, I do the same thing. I call my wife my husband. It's, 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 it's just semantics at this point. But you, so you, you've done the, you did the show by yourself. Uh, how did you like that? You know what? It was fun. I miss having, I do like having people around me. It's just more fun. But I didn't. And I was like, I did an hour and a half and I called people. I was just calling everybody. I'm like, hey, you want to, you want to be on my podcast? And um, it was fun. You know, he, it's like the two of us and we were having a joke the other day. What if I was so sick that like we were in this lockdown for like another five years and I'm so sick that I do shows in my barn and I make my significant other watch the show. <laughs> He's the only one, and he does the music. And then I make him come after the show, come after the show and say, you changed my life. You're so funny. <laughs> Every time? Every time I do a show five nights a week, and he has to come up to me. There's only him and me. And he goes, oh, Mr. Glass, Mr. Glass, <laughs> Mr. Glass. And I go, hold on, let that kid through. Let, there's nobody there. Let him through. <laughs> What, what do you want to say? You know, I'm, you changed my life. I go, oh, stop it. Don't be silly. I'm just a comedian. He goes, no, Mr. Glass, you really, you know, and this is his life really blows his head off. No. That's a good turn. Right I'll tell you this, though. There is that point as as an entertainer, you 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 need you need that that verification, that that feedback, that that deal. And I'm so this is. Obviously, this is not going to go on forever, and we, we, we you know, we, we kind of know a, 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 approximately a time frame. So, uh, but, but, do you start getting a little antsy for the roar of the crowd and them carrying you around on their shoulders and all that stuff that usually ends up at a Todd Glass show? All that stuff. Well, I definitely crave getting back on stage. Like it's funny. I knew I loved it, but now I'm like, the first time you get back on stage, you know what I feel like is going to happen? The audience is going to be great. Because they're going to not, there's no hecklers. You're like, that's right. You know what it was like without us comedians now, right? <laughs> it wasn't a lot of fun, was it? <laughs> it wasn't a lot of fun. So when you come into the show, you don't talk. You don't do nothing. You leave your cell phone in the car or we'll have another epidemic. And there won't be stand-up comedy for anybody. Everybody, out of the pool. <laughs> out of the, the pool, pool. again. <laughs> Can I say, I did think about something. Look. I see people, and you tell me when it's time to wrap up. I have one other thing I wanted to ask. Yep, little, I'll let you know. Favor, but let, just let me know so I don't talk your ear off. Um, I did think, like, I see people doing shows on the Internet. but And believe me, some people are getting it. I saw, um, uh, it, it doesn't matter. But, like, a lot of the shows that they do online end up comedians just looking into their camera and going, or their phone, oh, this is weird with no audience. But 
I wanted, I've done a few shows where I committed. I had a stage in my, in the, in my podcast studio, stage, lighting, PA, music. Right. So I want to do a live show specifically. I don't know if this could happen, but I'm talking to you and Mark about it. Um, to do a show for Helium, just Helium, not a show that goes to everybody, just specifically for the Helium Club in Philadelphia. Okay. And I do it from the studio. I have someone, you know, like a, a friend of mine open for me from their place. But I do a real show, and we, you know, we, we figure out how to sell tickets online, and but it's just for the Helium Philadelphia audience. It's not like so it's specific for that. I can make Philadelphia jokes. I can reference Philadelphia. I can reference the audience. You absolutely could do it. And then there's there's there are all these mechanisms in place. I don't know if you saw last night they did the uh, the, the uh, uh, living room concert from a, you know obviously it was it was something that they did over a period of time. But they got all these different artists to record stuff or I, yeah, me, yeah. And, and and did that from their homes. So you could absolutely do something like that. I, I yeah. think it was we had Adam Ferrara on and he had done uh something that was actually a little bit of a benefit for the uh the people, the workers there. And, you know, the the service service industry is getting whomped with this stuff and we and uh, people are trying to make sure that, that they're covered. So would you have something like that in mind? I don't want to put you on the exactly. spot. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that you exactly that's what I wanted to do. And uh, give give a, a big big portion of the show to exactly what you just said. But and I think like I'm on a real stage, so if it goes down the way I want, I want people to say, you know what, it felt like a real show because I don't want to stop every two minutes and, and comment on the uh, the difference that there's no audience. I can pace myself, and I have music because I have somebody to run a keyboard and just do a real show, an hour show, have one opening act, maybe try to get someone like. Sarah Silverman or David Spade or Jim Gaffigan to open up for me doing like six minutes and make it like a real show. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Let us let us know if you if you need a hand on our end, you know, anything we can do that. That'd yep. be cool. So, yeah, that would be that would be fun. But I've been doing good, you know, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, I well, get to know my neighbors a lot better, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah I, so, Todd, before we, we wrap, there was something that yeah. you wanted to to mention that's more of a more serious tone. So we'll, we'll give you that opportunity. What's going on? I appreciate that. So, you know, I wouldn't even bring this up except that because there's the quarantine now, my mom is in the hospital. And, it, you know, look, everybody goes through this. It's tough. You, you're sad. But like you can tell a minute later, I have you have you go on. You know, yeah. now I understand when other people go through this, you're like, yeah, you're, you're really sad. It, 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 you know, and then you, you just 20 minutes later, it's a good thing. You almost feel guilty about it. You go, I, I had good time. Like right now when I just did this thing, I was I was having a fun time. Last night I did a podcast. But she, she, she has cancer and uh, it is uh, that nobody can go into the hospital. Otherwise, I wouldn't really it, it wouldn't be important to bring it up on the radio. You know, right. I, I would share it with you guys off the air and maybe in hindsight talk about it on the radio, but not like in the midst of it. But. No one can visit her. Nobody. So it's very hard. And I'm, I'm sure so many other people are going through this. It's like it's hard enough to have somebody in the hospital and, you know, depending on what the, the outcome of it is as well, and then not be able to go see them or not be able to, even if I couldn't go to Philadelphia to know that my, you know, that my family was in there. So I just thought of anybody. It's one of my, you know, Todd, Todd's mom needs something. But yeah, <laughs> it's a legitimate thing. no, we, 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 we go ahead. What if I drove you a little story and you go, Todd, whatever she needs, whatever she needs. I go, she needs landscaping done at the <laughs> <laughs> Well, what would, what would you like? Because it, it, obviously you said the truth. A lot of people are going through this very difficult yeah, situation. Todd, in fact, my mom right now is, is laid up in a rehab facility. She's got a broken leg and broken ribs. She's 83 years old. No one 
can go see her. Only my sister and, and my uncles, they live in Florida. I can't, you know, no one can go see her. She's incredibly lonely right now, so it's very, very difficult. Yeah, FaceTime can definitely help. And also, you hear people doing this a lot, and I would be remiss if I didn't hang up and also give a shout-out. She's in Jean's Hospital, and every time when I'm talking to her on the phone, you hear a nurse come in, and I go, are they nice? She goes, Todd, they are all so nice. And it just melts your heart. It really does melt your heart, especially when you someone that's in a hospital and they're going through it. So just a big shout-out to Jean's Hospital and if you're in there, you can swing by and give my mom some extra love, even if you work in another building over there. But she's in there, and uh, she would love it. You can't send flowers or food, but you can send if anybody wants to. I don't care if it's a piece of paper because you can't get out of your house and you draw a happy face on it and send it. Uh, it would be great. You what's, know? What's, her, what's her name, Todd, to, so people know? Well, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, then all the leeches come out of the woodwork asking for money. <laughs> Uh, but her name is Maureen Glass, and she's in Jean's Hospital. And I'll give you guys off the air the address. Okay. And then maybe you could post it on your – wherever Marissa posts stuff. Okay. <laughs> and what we can do also is we can send her a little video, you know, and, and, yeah. and just say hi. I mean, that you can still do that. She has If she has the tech to be doing FaceTime with you, she can receive yeah, videos yeah. that way, correct? Yeah, she does. She does. And uh, so uh, that would be great. Anything. But again, Gene's Hospital, every nurse, everybody, every janitor, every person that works, wherever you, whatever you do in that hospital, you, you know, thank you. I've thank never you. heard of Gene's uh, Hospital. Yeah, I was going to say it's the same thing. part of Temple thing. system. Oh, it's part of Temple. Uh, by the way, Kathy, yeah. uh, you can hear Kathy, can't you, Todd? She's not in the yes, studio. Kathy, She's at her home. Kathy. How, Kathy, hi. How are you? Hi, Todd. Uh, unfortunately, it was shocked to hear your voice. Casey told me you passed away. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why would he do that? I was just trying to cheer him up. <laughs> and, 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 Todd, you've called Preston about this so much. I'm saying. I mean, that's honestly. He told me about his mom, and I go, oh, well, Kathy's dead. You know, so. Um, and then he, so me- he immediately lit up. Yes. He said, well, can I come on then? <laughs> So what were you saying, Kathy? No, I was. They weren't sure where that hospital was. I was telling them it's part of Temple System and it's in Philadelphia, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly. All right. So, well, yeah, I really appreciate that. And you know what, guys? I can tell you this: like, it, it comforted me. I found only found this out three days ago, so it's it's been a lot. And um, if I yell while I talk about it, I don't even cry. So that's why you hear me talking about it. Like anyway, so no. Nah, I mean, um, honestly, we c- completely understand that. And, and uh, again, you the, the one thing is you can say that the 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 world is going through this basically at this time. And uh, again, there will be light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, your mother has a lot to deal with. And uh, but uh, yes, uh, a- anything that we can do to to get the word out and for everybody. And and if you if you have someone in your life, you think you might be able to to. to Listen, it makes you appreciate, you know, reaching out to people that you, you may not have communicated with in a long time and, and just, um, you know, saying hi and, and letting them know how much you appreciate them. Yeah, it really is true. But but thank you so much, guys. Like I said, when I, when I heard this and then I thought I couldn't go see her and I thought, I'm doing President Steve on Monday. The fact that I'm able to ask the listeners to do stuff like this, it, it just really means the world to me. And thank you. And uh, obviously we'll talk soon. I can't wait till I'm back in Philadelphia. And yeah. Uh, and let it, let us fun. know was, uh, let us know if you work out something with uh, with helium to do that. Obviously, we'll have you on for that if that happens. I definitely will. And like you said, uh, you know, as far as uh, giving that money to the, to the staff that's really gone through comedy clubs all over the place, and you know those 
people that work at those clubs, everybody has their own thing that's near and dear to their heart. Yes. You know? it can, it, the good thing is it can be more than one person at what they do, whether it's, you know, the paramedics and yeah. firefighters and all that. Down to the, the staffs at comedy clubs are my life. You know, these are the people I hang out with till 3 in the morning. So you do, you feel for them, and you feel like there's nothing you could do for them. So maybe a show like this will be good for people and good for that and good all the way around. Listen, anyway, all, all the little battles will win the war, and everyone's kind of focuses yeah. on things. And, and I think we, you know, we, we can uh, walk and chew gum at the same time and, and tend to all of these, you know, in our own way. The people who have the resource to do it, I think we certainly can. So you hang in there, all right? Thank you, guys. And that was fun, and thanks a lot, and we'll talk soon. You all got right. it. Todd Glass, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people texting in, Kathy, that it's in uh, northeast Philly. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's in the uh, next, Fox Chase. Uh, Fox Chase. Fox yeah. Chase. It's actually named after Mean Gene Okerlund from WWF. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. God, he did yeah. so much. Yeah. He actually he invented the artificial that. heart. Yeah. My goodness. A lot it, of people don't know that. There are things about history that just go just right over your head. You never Sergeant really... Slaughter invented the first uh, respirator. Man, it's amazing that these are the things we're finding out. Hey, real quick, another uh, phone call, if you guys don't mind. Please. I believe this is, is this Nancy? Yes. Hi, Nancy. Yes, I'm just curious why you're calling us. Is there something you have to tell us? Yes, I just won $500. How about that? <laughs> Love it! Evermar's Rock Refund, and our very first winner of the whole thing is Nancy. Where are you from, Nancy? Westchester. From Westchester, PA. Nancy, are you uh, are you able to work with all that's going on in the world right now, or are you just kind of on the beach? No, I'm working. You are working. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Well, we're listen, anybody can use $500. Absolutely. Most definitely. So we're going to set you up with a $500 cash prize. This whole event is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellerville. So we are quite happy to give you $500, Nance. Thank you. Excellent. Congratulations. Let's hear for Nancy, everybody. She's blown away. And it was that simple. So that's the first shot. We have another opportunity in about an hour and ten minutes because we're going to be doing this for once. We get to do this two times during our show. So will Pierre, so will Jackson, and then Jackie Bam Bam has one at 8 o'clock. All the details available at WMMR.com, but we are just getting started. It's uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, for the next few weeks. So make sure you don't miss out on your opportunity to win some much-needed extra cash. We're going to break and be back in a second. Stay with us. In these difficult times, MMR reminds you, social distancing doesn't mean you can't still be social. Good morning, my neighbors! Connect with us on your favorite social media platform today. After all, since we're going to be here a while, let's make the best of it together, but safely, because we don't know where your timeline has been. Oh, my God. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we're going to do the Daily Rush Madness matchup. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Five different ones today for you to vote on, and all of those are enabled and ready for you to vote. If you feel the need to do it at this very moment, please do. Watch the videos. They're on PrestonandSteve.com with the links to click on and vote. Made it very simple. And as Marissa has said before, you don't need to even give us your personal information, none of that. You can just click, get out of there. So it's real easy to do. The matchup in the Gadzooks section of our bracket at this point in time is personal questions with Bill Weston versus clean your office. Let's see what those are all about. Here's the first one with Bill Weston. 
We live in a world where if a woman doesn't put on makeup for going to work, she'll likely be asked if she's feeling tired. But it turns out that women shouldn't look overly attractive in the office either. By the way, Bill does this all the time. Oh, you really? Look, you look tired. Really? It, yeah. and, Are you getting sick? Bill asks you all kind of bizarre stuff. <laughs> Are you on the rag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can't you imagine? <laughs> wow. Is your hand flowing down? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you on the rag? Uh, so that video is facing <laughs> off against Clean Your Office. Here's a little clip of that. What would be some positive workplace habits. It doesn't give any examples here at all. So maybe like clean up your area. <laughs> Are you talking to me? No, I, no, I was just saying that's like a positive workplace. <laughs> I just I, I just put all my I stuff in there. It's a mess. This morning Kathy goes to me, she goes, Oh your area looks really nice, Steve. And Preston goes Oh, uh, what about mine? Uh, mine's just an absolute, it looks like a, an, an atom bomb went it off. It actually looks worse than the old office. I haven't done anything. I just dragged all my crap in here. I was and not said talking it. to you. <laughs> those two videos. Oh my God, both of those are so good. They uh, are. Face you off. Well, we got to find out. The, the, the crew, the gang has to make a decision. And uh, th- these are the last matchups of round one, by the way. We'll head into round two tomorrow. Uh, so take a look now at PrestonandSteve.com and place your vote, please. We would appreciate it. And it's a little bit of entertainment in case you've never watched the Daily Rush videos. Go ahead, man. Enjoy. Um, speaking of videos and things to watch, um, there was a... Uh, when was this Living Room concert, Steve? Was that Saturday? Last night. Uh, was last, last night at 9 o'clock okay. uh, uh, Eastern Time. Uh, it was on uh, the Fox Networks. And uh, it was... Uh, it's uh, it was, it was a, Came out of nowhere just a couple of days ago. They started putting it together, and uh, Elton John was the host. And they basically did what we've been seeing a lot of the artists do: do uh, videos from their home studios and living rooms. And some were as simple as like uh, Billie Eilish was sitting with uh, Phineas, I guess her brother, on the couch with a couple of mics and doing their performances. And other were in their other people were in their studios. So how was Elton? "Quote unquote," hosting this was he at home? He was at and... home. Looked like he was in his kitchen. Had a little electric uh, piano. It looked like his kitchen. And okay. uh, so obviously these were recorded at, at different times and sort of pieced together. They weren't oh. going live. I thought they, that he was you know chatting with each person. I, I or find it hard like to that. believe because there are some things where they're out in the daylight and they were okay. you know so they grabbed little, little pieces of video. Okay. Uh, but I I thought it was good for an hour. They did a nice little thing. The, the tone was nice. What I thought was really good is they kept reinforcing all the people on the front lines who are doing so much to make sure that this thing gets, uh, you know, uh, that people are getting treated and getting the medical care they need and the, and the police and the firefighters and all that stuff. And so there were a number of different charities related to uh, COVID-19 that they're going to uh, benefit with this. So, okay. Uh, but there, there were Casey. Mariah Carey last night showed that she still had it. She, she, hit, yeah. some high, she hit some classic Mariah Carey high notes. We have an audio clip if you want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, we have a yeah. bunch of these we're going to play. Here here we go. Wait, does she have people with her? Uh, this was recorded, and she was singing that. So she, there was, singing uh, there to was, a backing track? There was track. a guy playing a, uh, a, uh, a, a piano away from her. She was appeared to be in what was a recording booth. Okay. Oh, because so, I hear, like, you know, that's a, a whole, whole choir, choir singing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't guess see that. it's yeah. probably a backing track. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. I won't beg you to stay If you're determined to live by I will not stand in your way But inevitably 
we'll be back again. Cause you know in your heart, baby, that our love will never end. So she was in a studio? Yeah. She's got a great voice, man. Always has. That, that gal can belt it out. What, like, how many? I mean, so what's her? She's supposed to have a four-octave range? <laughs> I don't know. No. I, listen, people have yeah. said eight-octave range and all this stuff. That is, I've heard that is hum- impossible, yeah. uh, first of all. but I, To I have that few, right? <laughs> yeah, to have that few. No, because um, the human ear can only hear so many right, octaves yeah. that you go up. Um, I'd have to look it up. It's like a three octave range yeah. or something like that. Yeah, she sounded good. I, I mean, I saw her in concert about a year ago, and and I thought she sounded great there. But you know, also you can hide a lot of things, I guess, when you're in concert. But uh, did you guys notice how cold it was in her studio by any chance, Steve? She was nipping big time. Oh my right? God! Yeah, yeah. She was trying to either cut glass with her nips or break it with her voice. So, uh, I yeah, they look. Um, that right nipple's like a little bit off centered though. Well, then we kept talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your nipples? <laughs> you got very pointy nipples. No, it was cool. And then uh, they had uh, the Backstreet Boys. Hang on. I found out the information on uh, Mariah's octave. Oh, good. All right. So I, I was wrong. So uh, she is a lyric soprano, but she says she is a contralto, whatever that is. That means she's a robot. Vocal range, five octaves, two notes, and a semitone, E2, G, uh, G sharp 7. Come again? Uh, what's that? E2, did you uh, say? E2, yeah. Yeah, that's not, my cousin. Not E.T. <laughs> uh, but that is, according, I don't, you know, I'd have to look that up on Wikipedia. So she's got, what, a, like, a, she's got a five octave range? That's what it says here, yeah. That's crazy. And I, so what does perfect pitch mean? Does that mean, like, if you that just means said. That if I said. You have a good sing, slider. Sing a G sharp. And, and I you could, could sing you it. You could sing it, and somebody would be sitting next to a piano, and you would go, oh, and they would hit the note, and it would be. Perfect. I saw I saw a video recently of a of a little kid who has perfect pitch, and uh, so you know his dad would say, "Sing this note," and he would sing it, and the dad would hit the note on the on okay. the piano. And does that can you learn? And vice versa, no. he, would, he would play a note, and then the kid would tell him what note it was. Okay. Can you uh, can you learn note. perfect pitch? I think no. it's a, so. Okay. I don't, I, well, I, I can't definitively say so, but I think it's it's considered something a, that you have that you're born with. Yeah. De- Debbie Gibson supposedly. Has perfect pitch. Oh, okay. Can can identify and can hum, you know, if asked whatever note she's yeah. asked to hum. Um, so you want to go through? A yeah, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. I mean, listen, was I a big Backstreet Boys fan? Yes. No, no. Um, but uh, they they recorded them at their their parts in different, uh, obviously at different times, uh, and then put them all together. But I, I forget the one Backstreet Boy that has sort of the goatee. He's at home with his kids, uh-huh. and it was really cute because they were dancing around. But it was it was a nice uh, performance. All right, here we go. You are my fire, the one desire. You are. You are. You are.
So they individually recorded their parts and edited them to, the, together, I guess? I, and I think maybe one, some might have been lip syncing and others seemed to be live because you could hear room noise, or at least live when it okay. was recorded. However they did it, it was, uh, it was a nice, uh, nice thing. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. Hang on real quick, though. Sure. I, got, I got a text that says, why is Preston so clueless and ignorant about current pop culture and entertainment? Wow. He didn't know slash watch the iHeartRadio concert on Sunday? What the F, Preston? <laughs> Preston does music news and doesn't know anything. Is that all from one person? It's, it's from, from, it's from Bill Weston. One sweet person. <laughs> well, there's a lot of information out there. So Hey, I knew about it, and I didn't tune in. I was watching other things. Uh, so, yeah. there. I, I did watch Tiger King, though, so you got to give me that. Yeah. Right? Does this person know everything about Tiger King, which yeah, is I'm sweeping cu- the nation, a big pop culture thing? I'd, I'd like to know who that person so is. So text person, text back in, let's go. Come on, man. Yeah. You want a piece of him? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. I, I do so, what we so can to, see, uh, to find out about what's going on, but listen, dude. Plus, I'm, I didn't care. That's the other part of it. I really didn't There's care. also, and Steve, would you, would you actually <laughs> agree with there? there is more pop culture today than Ever before, it oh is God, a yes. staggering amount to siphon through. So uh, I, I pick up some of the slack. We sort of work, at, at, you know, in in tandem, and I'll pick yeah. up the things, and that's part of the deal. No one man can do it. All. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Uh, so uh, to that point, we got right. Billy Joe Armstrong, who, what, lo and behold, all he needs is a guitar and a microphone. All right, uh, and he does uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Here we go. I'll walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams When the city sleeps and I'm the only one and I walk alone I walk alone, I walk alone I walk alone, I walk up my shadow Yeah, yeah, it's good. That's cool. He's got the hair of a nun, though. <laughs> I mean, what nuns do you? Did you? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The hair of a nun. Yeah, yeah. Some not all nuns wear habits, and this is that, Sister Sid Vicious. <laughs> the hair of a nun. Yeah, or and like, of course you all know Mother Johnny Rotten. Or maybe it reminds you of a nun you once knew. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think that's Where right. do you get yeah. nun? <laughs> Uh, or like a religion picture. teacher, you know? Maybe it looks like Miss Keeley, my uh, religion teacher in, in uh, junior year of high school. Nah, man, to be a punk rocker, you got to look like a nun. Yeah. <laughs> got to have to look, man. All uh, right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? I'm just here? glad that there's actually rock representation <clears throat> last Absolutely. night. Absolutely. It, yes. it was quite strong. Dave Grohl did a great job. Uh, and uh, he did My Hero and gave a nice sort of introduction saying about the people who don't have capes necessarily, but are our current day heroes. All right, here we go. There goes my hero. He's ordinary. There goes 
Nice, yeah. just strumming away. Really Same nice. thing with Billy Joe, yeah. So you, when you look for the lemonade out of the lemons here and all that stuff, you, you are seeing things and you're getting peeks into people's home studios. You know, uh, somebody who's super talented, regardless of what genre you're into, is Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah. And so she uh, <clears throat> she was sitting at her piano. She started off the whole thing. It was only an hour long, uh, but she's she's an amazing performer and uh, entertainer. All right, here we go. So I sing a song for the hustlers, trading at the bus stop. Single mothers waiting on a check to come, young teachers, student doctors, people on the front line knowing they don't get to run. This goes out to the underdog. Keep on keeping out you love and you'll find that someday soon enough you will rise up, rise up, yeah. She's riding in a taxi back to the kitchen, talking to the driver about his children and wife. A first responder who is risking a life to give us a love and get it right on time. She looked in his eyes in a mirror and he smiled. One conversation, simple moment, the things that change us. If we notice when we look up, sometimes they say, Yeah, like her a lot. Yeah, it's She's pretty amazing. Gorgeous, talented, uh, very cool. And the song is great for the uh, my uh, underdog <clears throat> for the first responders. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really well done. I would imagine, I would think more of this might take place, right? I would hope so. Yeah, it's good. Listen, so right now we're looking at uh, April, you know, and hopefully with, with the, uh, the the projection is we'd see a peak uh, maybe in the, the middle of the month and hopefully things will start to tamp down a little bit. We're going to have to take everything on, on a week-by-week basis. Yeah. But if that happens, that's that's a month of time where, yeah, you're going to be looking for things like this and, and different ways to put out entertainment and different ways like as Todd was talking about, online stand-up, online concerts, online, all of that stuff. And and. Yeah, I mean... It, well, and I think also, you know, you said if, if in a couple of weeks things start to change, it's still going to be... There's going to be residual effect after this mm-hmm. and hesitation oh, for ahead. artists to go ahead and, and book live shows, even though yeah. uh, the go-ahead is given, and hesitation for people to, to congregate as well. So, you know, this, You're exactly like this right. might go on for a little while. So simply because you, you get to a point where there's, okay, it, it looks like it's 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 things are better... <clears throat> hey, you know, do I want to go out to a, a, an event with, you know, 15,000 people? Right. It, that, that You're going to have to fight that curve. Yeah. So, you know, but whatever. So there's going to be a lot of time for creative ways for this sort of stuff to get out. And, um, and I thought they did a good job with this last night. I mean, yeah. they put together a show basically from everybody's house. Kath? By the way, my cousin texted me, uh, and Steve, you were right. He says Debbie Gibson has uh, a perfect bitch. I knew it. Done deal. Those years of Debbie Gibson research paid off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have a couple of other clips of uh, some musicians sending well wishes. You know what? I mean, whenever you feel bad, Dolly Parton yeah. can certainly pep you up. <laughs> yep. And, and I, so I love she, that woman. She released a little uh, a little video, a pep-up video. All right, here we go. Well, hello, it's Dolly climbing the stairway to heaven. Cause this virus has scared the H-E-double-L out of us. <laughs> I'm not making a lot of the situation. Well, maybe I am. I think that when this passes, we're going to all be better people. 
I know that I have a positive attitude about it, as negative as it seems to be right now. So just keep the faith. Don't be too scared. It's going to be all right. God loves us. I like her a lot. She did that. She actually owns an aircraft carrier, and she did that from the engine room of the aircraft. Okay, carrier. yeah, yeah. You that can hear the residual uh, noise. You can hear the turbines. Yeah. Just taking it out. In the know, background, yeah. Out, launching some planes. Uh-huh. And fly around. No, uh, but uh, so she did that. And then Bon Jovi has been doing this thing. Where he is calling upon different people to add a basically a crowd sourced song, uh, a song. Yeah, and so one of the passages of the song has to do with the truckers, and he he gives you know the people who are delivering the food, making sure that the supermarket's okay. Again, another piece of advice: no need to hoard, no need to do, go crazy with this stuff. Uh, and he's sending out uh, a, a bit a bit of a song that someone has submitted to him, and he includes it in this song that he's piecing together. All right, here we go. For all the truckers that are out there making sure that everything's getting where it needs to be right now, my heartfelt thanks to everybody that's driving those big rigs out there, making life easier for the rest of us. Here's Bryce Glass off of YouTube. Tonight I lay my head down and try to get some sleep. I pray I stay essential that my family's health will keep. I walk into that warehouse and bring on the load For our country must keep rolling on our highways and our roads Thanks everybody, keep your thoughts coming through, okay? And I'll be here to sing them for you He sounded kind of twangy at the beginning yeah. there as his <laughs> through that in there. delivery was kind of like that you, If you watch the video, a tiger wanders in behind Oh my god <laughs> Yeah, he's gone full tiger, Preston He's gone full Joe Exotic He's gone full, t- full tiger Bon Jovi Exotic Wow. Bon Exotic. Bon Exotic. Wow. Bonzotic. <laughs> Dude, that is so Bonzotic. That is completely Bonzotic. It's a combination of Bon Jovi and Joe, Joe Exotic. Bonzotic. Oh, wow. I love it. All right, well, that, that's cool. There's Yeah, there's yeah. certainly some unique entertainment that is, uh, that is coming out right now, and people having fun. And it's coming from uh, people who aren't in the entertainment industry as well, who are doing some really funny things. I... I, I loved, and I know it's it's a you know week old by now. But the the family that created the Pirates of the Caribbean um, ride in their own home, I thought was so fun. It's down to like everything, like the classic guy, you know, that the pirate with the jug sitting there, yeah, and rocking back rocking, and forth, yeah. animatronic, everything. Yeah. Marissa, Preston, did you see they did another one? No, they did the um, what's the haunted mansion. Oh, the haunted, the haunted mansion. mansion. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yes, uh, I gotta fine. see it. Yeah, if you go to, um, it's on the blog on our website. Okay. I'll share it with you. I'm assuming they took like video captures that people have done of the actual rides and and played off of the uh, uh, the characters. It's 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 fun, especially. Yeah. So you you have you have kids. You know, your kids are all uh, pretty adult. You know, at this point, it's Caroline. How old is Caroline? She's twelve. She'll be thirteen this month. So she can find yeah my wife's birthday's in a couple of weeks and that's um, that's gonna yeah. suck to have it going on but but that said um, you know for kid, people with younger kids too that are looking to keep them busy yeah that's a fun that's a fun thing to do uh, yeah listen when I, you know I think as adults we can we're a little bit better at compartmentalizing yep you know everything is going on so when and kids aren't aren't as good at that so when the announcement made, was made over the weekend that it, everything was going to be extended and lived and you know to till, the end of april till the end of april that hit hard yeah to my kids especially my youngest it was you know really really upsetting to her uh my oldest loves this <laughs> loves <Yeah>. it <laughs> He, I, I asked the other day, uh, the family was on, I'm like, so how are we all doing? Everybody good with this whole staying home thing? He's like, I love it, man. Yeah. He's, I mean, it's just, it's perfect. It's oh my God. Laying, uh-huh. playing video Play games 
and eating and he's working though too. Pretty right? much, it. yeah, just on weekends. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he, he goes to college, but but he's a you know part time uh, grocery store worker. But yeah, so he's just he's he loves it because it, life hasn't shifted that much. I mean, for, because we are coming into work, uh, albeit a, a, a slightly modified version, it, it's more similar to us than people who yeah. are locked in. Or, or hanging out all the time. Now, schoolwork starts ramping up today, though. Does it? Uh, for yeah. all three of my kids, yeah. So the so what uh, the does that mean as far as online, requirements? Online, I have not looked in all of the details, but um, so we have a, um, uh, uh, what's the proper word for this? It's it's a, a reposit, I guess, of, of uh, information online that the kids can go to. It's called Schoology. So there's uh, if you need to get your assignments and so forth throughout the year, all that information is there. So, so now they're going to use that to start sending the assignments to home, and it's going to be quite a bit of work. They're they're turning it on starting today. So uh, Nick was saying, uh, Nick, are you there? I don't know. So so Nick yep. was Nick was saying you were saying about Ben Ben's workload was it's actually increased. It has increased with yeah this. in the in a few of the classes, and it's it's odd because you know they're they're working and doing school from home, and then they have homework on top of it. So some of the days uh, that he had last week, he ended up having more work than he would have had normally, uh, and then but next week. They're keeping spring break, uh, not so much for the kids, but because the teachers have been working just as much as they had in the past. So um, their spring break was scheduled for next week, and it will be next week as well. So nobody's going anywhere, of course, but their spring break is still going to be scheduled and and move forward like it had been. So for, for my so my, my neighbor uh, Steve is is a is a teacher, and uh, he was describing different scenarios and and what they're dealing with. Well, does Ben? Will there be a teacher giving a class, or are they going and doing different modules? It's different for for different classes, but they have projects from home. They have Zoom, uh, so a lot of teachers are, are teaching via Zoom, uh, and then they can they have this thing called chalkboard as well. And it's really um, it's an interesting dynamic because I think it's going to shape how a lot of schooling takes place over the next few years. People are learning that you can do these things from home, and so when kids are sick or when kids are on. Uh, summer break and they want to do extra classes or whatever the, the, there are ways to do it from home that it's not that different from being in the classroom so they actually just passed a bill um last week and that's why all of the the work is ramping up they've now basically approved online learning so nick um whatever ben was getting was actually just recommended uh it is now they're actually going to um i guess enforce that, that you have to do it and and you have to uh there the, the school districts are able to do the online learning because there were a lot of school districts like philadelphia who said there's no way we can do this we don't have enough um you know laptops and chromebooks and things like that um, to allow the kids to to do online learning. They have since uh, stepped back on that, and now they're saying that they are getting the technology to the kids so that they can also participate in this. Yeah, in, in my son's school district, if you didn't have the technology, they were generous enough to provide it for kids that didn't have it, so they were able to, to, to learn from home, which is cool. And uh, I, I'm really interested. I have no idea. Um, but if I were a betting man, I wouldn't expect them to go back this school year. Yeah, just because... Guessing you know, the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, because, Nick, so you say so you wrap up, uh, again, you, you're going to want to make sure, uh, it just doesn't seem likely, but uh, no, who knows? And, and we don't know which way this thing is going to go, but but so far it seems like the social distancing is having a positive effect, and so you don't want to change that positive effect by rushing back into a crowded place like a school. Right. I'm just wondering, you know, uh, Jace is a little bit younger than your kids, and I'm just wondering how he's going to do with online learning. Yeah. They, of course, do use the devices in school, but they've got the teacher right there. Um, so I'm interested. We start today as well. 
Okay. And by the way, somebody texts in and says, uh, Preston, adults can get their assignments on Lobster Tube. Oh, yes, I got mine last night. <laughs> you did get them last yeah, night? Yeah, okay, I, I matriculated all over the table. Did you? <laughs> all oh over the God. table. <laughs> Um, I was in the wrong classroom last night. <laughs> so leading up to this, God bless my wife, she has been staying on top of the kids to do some sort of of lessons every day. Uh, they sit down at the table and they work on some stuff. So oh, she's been kind of keeping that whole thing moving along. Do they start class with Hot for Teacher? And all the time? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, hey! Yeah. Uh, they should. Which, by the way, if you ever go back and watch that music video... <laughs> About how wrong that is. Oh, it, yeah. It's kids. It's, it's, yeah. it's kids. A, yeah, at a and, strip club. And the, <laughs> like, and at the beginning of it, it's even David Lee Roth yeah. is a bus driver. He's like, "Get in, Waldo." Yeah, like beat the crap out of the nerdy kid. The nerdy was, kid. was the mm-hmm. uh, the the he's, message. He's different. Uh, true to that whole video, and then of course you get yeah, the phys ed teacher is yeah. a stripper and. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sit down, Waldo. We're looking at the video right now. <laughs> Poor Waldo. Ah, the good old days. Just yeah. like we were talking about with Todd Glass earlier. Ah, the good old days. You break off the weak one and yeah. mock them into submission. That's yeah. what you do. Back when you were you were able to pick on nerds. By the way, what happened to this woman who played the teacher? Um, we we talked about her, didn't we? Yes, she um, was the uh, the uh, you know the the the, the homeroom teacher yeah, or something. Right. Yeah, I don't know. She was pretty stunning though. But all right, anyway, uh, the, I digress. So maybe a uh, school like that might be, I don't know. It might provide an option. So yes. that when you, now, from, you know, it, obviously, as I said, we get through this, maybe in the future when kids are sick and they're not that sick, they can go to school at home. Well, I wonder, and somebody had texted in, I wonder if this situation might start to not, not just change the policies and protocols when it comes to a worldwide event or a, you know, some kind of emergency, but what about changing the school year in general, uh, the year-round school thing with longer breaks in between and so forth? I mean, they've, they've, you, you hear that, you know, bandied about every now and then of, of considering going with that or uh, uh, the, the, the day starting later or, uh, you know, shorter time, you know, just kind of tweaking with the whole system. Snow days might be uh, changed forever. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, or, or what if you have a, a, a kid or like I knew what I wanted to do basically for most of my life at some level or another. And it just the 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 nuance changed. But let's say you're 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 you decide you want to do something that's a trade and you can do this through right. online training. Right. Could you? I mean, honestly, in many cases, college kids end their college career with basically a mortgage of level of debt. What if you could? Perhaps if somebody doesn't necessarily need to go and get that college, you know, uh, socialized experience and do all that. There's stuff. online universities. Right. I mean, you could just do it that way. Right. Yeah. So at this point, yeah. I wonder how popular they are. And I wonder if this would be an option or might put it on the radar of some people who might not have realized it was an option. Casey, how do you think snow days, snow days will change? Well, I think instead of uh, just sitting around and, you know, playing in the snow all day, you can actually have a classroom. And, okay. Meaning you know, that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if, All right, if they, so if they no, find a way to to, mm-hmm. to make them to to be able to transition to this type of learning quickly, like like have it at the ready all the time, yeah. then yeah, snow days might not exist at all. Which snow days are a blast, but then again, staying into school later in the summer yeah. sucks. I mean, would you? And I'm not a kid, so I don't even know. Um, but I think I would prefer getting out of school a week earlier than yeah. having a, a snow day off. I and mean, the way this online stuff could work is that, you know, they're given their assignments and they can do it. It just needs to be submitted by the end of the day. So 
you know, if it was a snow day, they yeah. could kind of get uh, the both the best world. Yeah, just do it later on or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. Let me go to Jackie, who is a cyber school teacher. Been doing it for 12 years. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, so uh, what type of school do you teach for? I Well, I don't teach there anymore, but I did. I spent 12 years online as a high school English teacher. All right. What, what school was this? Uh, it was Commonwealth Charter Academy. Okay, and and you did exclusively online teaching. Yes, exclusively. Our students are in their homes, and we were in um, learning centers and offices teaching them. So, so were you going uh, vis a vis like a Zoom setup, or were you simply sending them their uh, their uh, work requirements, or how did how did it play out? Well, we would have um, we have a learning management system where all of their lessons are for all of their courses. So they would have all of their assignments, and then teachers offer daily Zoom lessons for students. We record them in case they can't, you know, attend those lessons so that they can watch them. And then we monitor their progress. It is flexible so that they can, you know, work at their own pace and do what they need to do to get their lessons done. Um, it works for some, but you need to have a lot of self-discipline and really make sure that you're communicating with your teachers so that you are staying on top of what you're doing. Let me ask you, Jackie, so it has any testing, I mean, from what you've experienced, is there any sort of uh, data on the effectiveness of this kind of teaching? Uh, there is data. Uh, it is a little skewed because I've always said, you know, it's difficult to ignore a teacher when you're standing in front of a classroom in front of a student right but it's real easy to just ignore the computer ignore the phone so yes we have students you know just like in a regular school who choose not to work but for the students who are engaged and are working hard then they really are you know they really have the ability to excel all right okay and jackie i'm just asking this because it's the way it sounds but do you have none hair? <laughs> I do not have none hair, but I did go to, uh, 12 years of Catholic school. Okay. Cardinal O'Hara graduate. Hey, oh my gosh. Wait, what year? Yeah. Oh. Class, class of 1990. Okay. So you remember Miss Keeley then, right? Yes, I do. All right. So Billy Joe Armstrong has Miss Keeley hair. Okay. <laughs> that's what, where it's, we got the none hair. It's a little bit teased okay. out or whatever. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Jackie. Appreciate it. Welcome. Have a great day. Uh, you, you too, Kathy. So she mentioned recording um, the Zoom, you know, classrooms or whatever they're using. Apparently, um, it, it, there's an extensive, um, I guess, uh, waiver that you need to sign or that the parents need to sign because ki- if, if it's kids involved and kids are being recorded. So uh, any of the, the school districts that have now gone to online learning uh, are being told not to record it uh, because of this reason. To, re- to record the, the kids? No, record their session. Oh. So that other the kids, if, if they're not there at the time where they can go back and hear what's being taught or whatever. Yes, because there w- could possibly be kids in it as well. Wow. This is the this is the version of Amazon I've been waiting for. Oh, my God. Wow. But I guess with online schools, you know, when you sign up, you sign that waiver ahead of time. But sure. I guess it's in, in short notice and kind of, you know, uh, off the cuff here with people trying to get this in place. It's not something that they've been able to do yet. Yeah. Somebody texts in and says, cannot use Zoom for school students. Not a secure enough option since hackers have already been breaking into sessions and putting porn and explicit images in oh, the geez. chats. Ugh. 
All right. Well, um, anyhow, we'll see how this whole thing works out and and how, um, you know, what the results are of this. But, yeah, this online schooling stuff is, is starting today. So the homework yes. is just homework. That's yeah, it. That's Everything right. Yeah, well. yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. A reminder that in about 25 minutes, we are going to have another shot. We already gave away one $500 prize today. We're going to give away another one in just a moment. Seven total before the day up, and this is just day one. This goes on Monday through Friday for weeks. It's called MMR's Rock Refund. So if you could use if you could use 500 bucks, 10 a.m., your next chance to win. We'll tell you how to do it when we get back. Make sure you stay with us. I'm looking at the clock, and 10 a.m. is our next opportunity for you to win $500, which means uh, we got a little bit of time between the bizarre file and getting that done. We do need to do Daily Rush Madness. We do. So why don't we do that first? All right. I'm 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 trying to be good today. And hit those times right when we're supposed to. You yes, know what? Dave. Let's um. Why don't we do bizarre file first? And if we have time, we'll do daily rush madness. Well, no, I know I'm, I don't have a 15 minute bizarre okay. file, so <laughs> we're we're good. Uh, Just so do it twice. We're gonna do the daily rush madness, and then uh, then I was thinking about doing something else and the bizarre file. Well, here right. we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's daily rush madness. Our Final matchup for the day to be highlighted. Uh, it's in the Annabelle, Annabelle section Annabelle. of the uh, the brackets, and we got two uh, better. These are the final matchups of round one. Annabelle, and you can vote on these now. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Annabelle. I think we're the only ones. I know. No. Them. No. No. We're not. No. We're not. Otherwise, Bill will tell us. Even you said it yourself. It's yes. not funny. Uh, no. I knew it. <laughs> We need, um, uh, hang on. There's only one person that doesn't find it funny. Yeah, and that's, that's right. Bill. Yeah. All right, so the two matchups in the Annabelle, An- Annabelle section are Butthole, <laughs> Butthole Magazine. <laughs> wow. Versus John Travolta. Oh, wow. I know, right? That's a tough one. That was one of our favorite interviews. It's a decision you're going to have to make. We have no say in this at all. So here we go with the first clip. It's Butthole Magazine. Here we go. There was Fangoria. There was Starlog. There was Famous Monsters of Filmland. There was, uh, like I said, the Monster Times was another one of them. Biggins? <laughs> yeah. Biggins. Jugs. <laughs> Jugs and their areolas. People that are reminding yeah. us the names of... Uh, butthole. Some of the other. <laughs> I subscribe to Butthole Magazine. What's this one about? <laughs> it's a picture of a guy with a pipe. I'm a butthole reader. <laughs> For this this Christmas, give Dad what he wants. Yeah. Butthole. <laughs> Steve, what are you reading? I'm reading Butthole, Preston. <laughs> butthole magazine. That's a tough one, man. It's yeah. uh, That's fun. Uh, it's going to have to go up against, like Steve said, one of our all-time favorite in-studio interviews. Yeah. Just a sweetheart of a guy. It was John Travolta. Here we go. This was probably the most fun I've ever had in an interview situation. This has been awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and loved your story, Nick, and everything. <laughs> 
I loved your story, Casey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two great stories. <laughs> I'm going to hug you right. so bad yeah. uh, Let's hear it. John Travolta. John, that was uh, his farewell, on, but the, the whole interview was fantastic. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, talk about a get. It was, was awesome. He was in to promote a movie that wasn't so good, but it doesn't matter. He, he was, was good in he, it. He was and good And I will in say it. that. The, the movie may not have been all that you wanted it to be, certainly, but the performance was, it was uh, definitely solid. All right, so let's find out what you think. Uh, which of those two were the best? Which of all these matchups were the best facing off against each other? Uh, you can go to PrestonandSteve.com and vote. The videos for you to watch are right there. The link to click on and vote is there. And no signups, none of that stuff necessary. So please let us know. We need your help with uh, Daily Rush Madness. In the meantime, we're going to do the Bizarre Files. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Files. All right, we're going to start with a, uh, a tale of a, of a kid who did a good thing, albeit kind of dangerous, but he did. This is in uh, New Mexico. High school student is being lauded as a hero after helping to stop an alleged kidnapping and assault by pinning a man to the ground until authorities arrived. Uh, Daniel Arroyo Beltran of Phoenix was arrested by sheriff's deputies after witnesses say he tried to kidnap three children at Chucky's gas station. Whoa. Uh, he's also accused of assaulting several patrons and employees who tried to intervene. It's a pretty messed up story how this started off. The seemingly random attack didn't end until, uh, Kanan, uh, Kan- I'm sorry, how would you pronounce his name? C-A-N-A-A-N. Kanan? Uh, Kanan or, uh, uh, we'll Can- go, uh or Kanan. We'll do Kanan. All right. Kanan Bauer uh, entered the affray and was able to control Beltran within seconds. Bauer, by the way, this kid is 16, won a district championship in the heavyweight division, 285 pounds. Wow. 16. Wow. And later competed at the state tournament. So uh, Chucky's gas station where this happened is a Greyhound bus drop-off point. A woman told authorities she had just gotten off the bus uh, along with her three children who were nine, two, and one years old was waiting for her Uber to arrive when she noticed this guy staring at her family. The mother told authorities a man eventually approached and grabbed a hold of the two-year-old's arm and demanded the woman give him her children. Jeez. The mother kicked him, and Arroyo responded by punching her in the head. She fell backwards on top of her one-year-old son, who was strapped to a carrier on her back. Bystanders attempted to intervene. Arroyo is accused of punching man and attempting to hit a woman who were trying to help outside. At some point, the mother and her children were able to rush inside the store, a man inside attempted to hold the doors closed, but Arroyo allegedly pushed the door open with enough force to knock the man down. He is then accused of punching the man in his face. Arroyo punched two other women who were inside while running around the store yelling, Give me the kids. Jeez. By this time, the mother and her children were hiding in an employee's-only room. This scared crapless. Yeah. Uh, Kanan Bauer was filling up his truck with gas uh, across the street, and he noticed the commotion. Uh, Troy, his dad... Uh, said that his son soon realized that something wasn't right. He said punches were being thrown. He could hear screams, so he jumped in his truck and went across the street. He got out of his truck, went inside, and there was a whole bunch of blood all over the floor. Uh, Troy said that uh, Cannon tried, uh, told him that uh, he witnessed a woman on the phone screaming for authorities to help and a man attempting to kick down an employee's only door. He said, so my son, who just won the wrestling district championship weeks ago, came up behind this guy, body slammed him, Threw him in a chokehold and stayed that way until police showed up. That's so this awesome. kid just came in and took over, man. Chip, I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Uh, Troy said that uh, he isn't surprised by his son's response because uh, Kanan has always had a heart of gold, but he's also terrified. He said, I wanted to wring his neck 
He said, you fear for your own child's safety in that situation. You don't know if this guy's maybe got a gun or a knife. Right, you don't know what right. this guy's capable of. But he said, uh, apparently, it's very terrifying that your child put himself at risk. At the same time, confident that he would do the right thing and succeed in doing it. So it's he's amazing. A, he's a hero. Yes. Okay, do you know what I'm saying? All those people who tried to stand up for that woman are. Uh, when Ian Chan discovered that he was out of toilet paper during San Francisco's shelter-in-place ordinance, he contacted his friend David Chen. Now, Chen, who is an aspiring drone racing pilot, equipped his drone with a single roll of toilet paper and sent it across San Francisco for delivery to Chan's doorstep. Mm, who do I know as an aspiring drone racing pilot? Uh, the man captured the special delivery from several different angles. Chen uh, stated that while this was all in good fun, yeah, uh, the need to stop the spread of the virus was still very serious. I saw another story, and it, I, I couldn't put it together for the bizarre file because there were there were too many photos in the article and the way it was was done it just wouldn't work out rightly but it uh, work out properly but essentially it's in new york there's a guy in an apartment noticed this girl kept coming out on the roof of this building across the street right to have a cigarette or, or just step outside or something like that and so uh he, he kept noticing her and she saw him and they were a far enough distance where they couldn't hear each other so he he took he had a drone he put his phone number on a piece of tape, put it on the drone, flew it over there, and said, do you want to talk? And so she got back to him. They started texting back and forth, and then eventually started calling and FaceTiming and stuff like that. And then they set up a dinner where he sat on his on his uh, uh, patio or his, uh, his deck out back. She sat on the roof. They each had a meal. They FaceTimed each other while they, they were doing this. had a FaceTime this. date. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was great. I like that. And they're both... You know, cute and everything, and it was. Uh, this they're, they're they're doing this until they have a chance to meet face to face. That's pretty awesome. It was really cool. I hope it goes a distance. And he had like a whole bunch of PVC pipe together and put a dildo on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Slid yeah. it across. He was able to actually I, simulate. Lay down. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to wonder if they mutually did stuff. Yeah, not yet. Same, not yet. But maybe. Listen, listen. They, they just, only had a dinner a couple right. times. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's not a slut. Uh, all right. In Arizona, the uh, the. Penal County, P-I-N-A-L. How would you say that? Uh, Pinal? The Pinal County Sheriff's Office. I like penal better. Right? Yeah. Is asking for the public's help <laughs> in identifying an armed robbery suspect who wore a Spider-Man mask while committing his crime. Uh, the suspect entered the rear of the Hungry Howies. And uh, surveillance video shows the man. Hey, Spider-Man just walked into the Hungry Howies. Ordering one of the employees onto the ground during the incident. Uh, he appeared to have one hand on a weapon in his waistband the entire time that he was in the building. Spider-Man doesn't carry a gun. Right. Uh, the end of the video, uh, the suspect is seen running out with what appears to be uh, cash in his other hand. Well, that must be the evil Spider-Man. Uh, the only description of him was that he was between five foot two and five foot five. <laughs> He's a little guy. Yeah. Wearing a Spider-Man mask. So they're looking for him. All right, you got your money. One last story. Uh, there's a picture of this, too. A blonde young woman straddled the Wall Street charging bull statue completely stark naked on Thursday. Wow. Brazenly ignoring all the coronavirus protection measures. Uh, with quarantine in effect and the streets empty, no one was there to stop for the, uh, the carefree cowgirl from straddling the financial district's bronze icon. Uh, when she saw a post photographer who got a shot of it, by the way, uh, the bull rider took off with a pal who had been taking iPhone photos. And nobody knows who it was or anything, but it's pretty wild to see this completely naked, naked woman, woman sitting on the bull. Uh, yeah. I bet you'll see a lot more public <laughs> exhibition. I would yeah. think so, right? Yeah. 
And there you go. That's what happened in the bizarre file. Yes, Casey. We uh, we do have to kill a little bit of time in order to yes. uh, get to our uh, giveaway word. And so, can I do a, a quick little shard out? Yeah, uh, it's, absolutely. It, you know, it's on a more serious note, too. but I promise that I would do this. Uh, so, right. I got an email from a guy named Scott, and uh, he is part of PVR, and that is a uh, Pig Vicious Racing. Uh, they're based out of Glassboro, New Jersey, and uh, they wanted to get a shard out uh, because their president and founder, Daniel uh, Herberth recently um, passed away, oh. and so it, it left them uh, all feeling uh, rattled and, and um, devastated. devastated. But um, there's, he also included a picture of all these guys at the Camp Out for Hunger. So these guys oh have always God. been fans and, yeah. uh, and supporters of, of the show, the station, and the Camp Out for Hunger. So, he just um, passed away recently? Again? Yeah, so our, our hearts uh, go out to you know everybody over there at, at PVR, uh, Pig Vicious Racing, uh, the, the whole family, the Herberth family, uh, and anybody that, that knew him, because apparently he was just the greatest guy and um and he always made everybody really really happy and and uh so and it was an unexpected death so was and he wanted a shard, a shard? Out for him. okay yeah. i just didn't know because sometimes you want to make sure it's appropriate yep there you go all right here was one you don't want to have a, a shard that's in bad taste right this one i got uh this is from oh david uh koenig he said, hey, I'd love to get a shard out or at least a great amount of recognition and appreciation to the Upper Frederick Fire Department, ambulance crew, and state police for the parade they put on for my daughter's third birthday. Aww. Due to COVID-19 shutdown, we were not able to have a party for her like we planned, but the local community in Perky Omenville stepped up and delivered. Now, uh, he said that uh, there was some footage on the Upper Frederick's Fire Department uh, Facebook page, yeah, but I didn't see any pictures or anything like that. But I'm guessing we can do something. that. They might maybe took the vehicles and did a drive by by the house. Awesome, that's great, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, especially getting really blown cool. out of here. A lot of birthdays, oh. a lot of special events are being adapted yeah. Yeah. with, a, and I think a lot of them are getting a promise that they'll be revisited later on. So they want to shard out, please. If you, you got could, it. Uh, shoot it. That'd be great. Thank you. And, and not only that, I mean, it, again, especially for for the younger shoot. kids, they're they're really missing out on on that human interaction yes you know i actually uh drove my daughter around on friday night and we stopped at a bunch of her friends houses and they talked from 20 yards away and like good it was, it was, it was awesome but when we finished at the last person's house she was upset she's because she misses them so much yeah, yeah. i understand here's another shout out hey guys gonna get a shout out this is from uh steph uh pete or PT, I'm not sure how you say the last name. Shout out for my mom, Kelly, and Grandma Karen. They are nurse practitioners in Pennington, New Jersey. Uh, they're going above and beyond uh, to help these patients feel safe and comfortable. My family has been uh, listening to uh, WMMR since I was little. My dad, who's a police officer, has taken me to many of the MMRBQs. And my mom always comes along, and we're hoping everything goes back to normal so that I can finally attend you guys opening up the beach. Uh, thank you for always being there for a laugh and thank you to everyone still working during this hard time. So from Steph and a short out, absolutely. Uh, let me see. I have a stack of stuff here. I do right, need to get a stack to... of them. Uh, let's see here. When was this? Letters. <laughs> we get those letters. Uh, this is old. Oh. It says here, uh, listen to this every day. My husband, John, catches up listening to the podcast. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, <laughs> so earlier this week, we were talking about you bought... Uh, about your bout with the flu, and I needed to tell my husband, so I get home from work. Uh, we're doing our daily breakdown of the day, and I mentioned it with no context. Oh, Preston has a flu. He laughed and said, yeah, I already know. The neighbor told me. <laughs> so 
Just to, just so you know that the residents of Folsom, PA, and Delco wow. are hoping for a speedy recovery. So this is old. Eh? Well, that's uh, nice. Uh, but it says, hey, can I get a shout-out for the neighbor who beat me to the punch? His name is Ian Hart. I uh, listen to the show daily. He's the best new neighbor anyone could ask for, and he has the cutest little basset hound named Remy. So a shirt, please. Thank you. Guys. I got to give a special Delco shout for because that's where I played all my little league sports. That's that's uh, Folsom right there. So oh, uh, so Delco. There you go. I missed that one. <laughs> Num- uh, Rambo Two was on yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, the one. They, they, it, so they and they, it's they good. It's not that good. <laughs> Rambo Three is, I think, a little bit better. Yeah. Rambo, yeah, Bo <laughs> is really good, and yeah. the last Rambo is okay. Yeah, First Blood's good too. First Blood. All right, you do uh, First Blood. Let's uh, let's do this. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Now your rock refund keyword. Oh, this is the one for now. The hour, uh, the keyword of the hour is chill. C H I L L. You must chill. You must chill. All right, C H I L L. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do this. You can do it with our tag via text with our special contest short code, which is four five nine one one. Not the regular text number. All right, four five nine one one. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in the company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com, and it's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So once again, the word is chill, C-H-I-L-L. You must chill! (laughs) You must chill! You got 15 minutes or 15 minutes after the hour to do that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. We'll get to music news, trash, lesson question, all that stuff. Stay with us. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let's see. We need to do today's lesson question. Nick, I'm sorry I did not look at my email. I'm sure you sent it over. Um, do you have a uh, lesson question that uh, you could indeed post to the audience this morning? He wasn't listening. Okay, uh, let me... Is he making a boom-boom? No, he's... No, I'm listening. I'm just having trouble connecting. Sorry. I thought, uh, getting some more chips. All right. Nope, I got him. Let me say... uh, Oh, I got it. Okay. What does FBS stand for? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. We'll see if you know the answer. What does FBS stand for? If you were listening earlier this morning, you heard it. You may very well know the answer, so you should call in FBS. (laughs) By the way, plans are uh, in the works to get Nick a uh, similar unit to what uh, Kathy has. So you will hear, and uh, Nick, you'll be able to communicate a lot more freely the way Kathy does. And we're also going to send over a couple of cats so you can look at their butts. By Kathy. <laughs> uh, no, he's got cats. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right, we're going to do uh, the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Rita Ora is receiving criticism over the video for her new single, How to Be Lonely, in which she rides around on dozens of smashed eggs. Ora says it could have been far worse because the original video concept was her taking a flamethrower to a mountain of toilet paper. Wow. Could have been terrible. TMZ is reporting 
that Brian Austin Green was seen sh- stopping by a Calabasas grocery store Saturday to pick up some supplies. Brian was later seen later consulting the TMZ reporter who has been reduced to reporting on Brian Austin Green <laughs> picking up some supplies. <laughs> Come on. And finally, Bachelorette contestant Tyler Cameron took a break from uh, all the playful speculation about his relationship with Hannah B to get serious over the weekend. Tyler reached out to his many social media followers saying, quote, at this time, it is so totally important to Ovaltine. Mm. <laughs> That is your Hollywood trash. All right, to the phones we go. What does FBS stand for? That's the question. And I will go to the phone. Let's go to Matt. Hey, Matt, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, guys? Good, man. All right, so what does FBS stand for? It's Finger Blasting Senior. You're correct. Yes! Of course, that's right. Finger Blasting Seniors. Matt, hang on. We'll obtain your information, and for a prize today, you get a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, The world needed a hero. We got a hedgehog, starring James Marsden and Jim Carrey. Don't miss the movie the critics call entertaining and action-packed and an awesome adventure for all ages. Uh, You can get it uh, starting tomorrow, uh, and you can own it on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD on May 19th, rated PG. From Paramount Pictures. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, we'll uh, parse out some of the stories here for you. Even the Prince of Darkness is taking precautions against catching COVID-19. Ozzy Osbourne, the rest of his family are practicing social distancing at home amid the pandemic. Uh, Kelly Osborne shared a photo last Thursday of her parents, and they were sitting around a pool several feet apart from each other while wearing face masks and gloves. Uh, she wrote in an accompanying message, Today was the first time I got to see my parents in almost three weeks. Even though I did not get a hug, get to hug them, at this point I will take what I can get. They are doing well and are safe and sound for now. I guess Ozzy is the one at most risk, yeah. right? He's had the the health issue. Yeah, uh, he said, yeah, a few things going on with him, so he should probably take some extra precautions. Uh, thank you so much for your continued well wishes, love, and support. We will get through this together. I love you all. Stay safe. And watch uh, Jack Osborne's uh, show. It's it's good, that uh, paranormal show. Portal to Hell. Yeah, Portal to Hell. Yeah. Uh, Alan Merrill, you may not know the name, but he is the guy who wrote the anthem, I Love Rock and Roll. Aww. And unfortunately, he died due to complications from the coronavirus night. Yeah, or the COVID-19. He was 69 years old. Uh, his daughter, Laura, announced her father's death on Facebook Sunday, hours after leaving his uh, New York City hospital room. She said, the coronavirus took my father this morning. I was given two minutes to say my goodbyes before I was rushed out. He seemed peaceful. And as I left, there was still a glimmer of hope that he wouldn't be a ticker on the right-hand side of the CNN Fox News screen. By the time I got to the doors in my apartment, I received the news that he was gone. So that's terrible news. Uh, he wrote I Love Rock and Roll for his band, who were called The Arrows. They recorded it in 1975. Have you ever heard the original version? I, never, I have I've not. always just heard the Joan Jed version. Yeah, and in a tribute post on Twitter on Sunday night, Joan recalled hearing the song for the first time. She recorded it in 1982 and obviously became a huge hit. She said, I can still remember watching the Arrows on TV in London and being blown away by the song that screamed hit to me. With deep gratitude and sadness, 
wishing him a safe journey to the other side. So yeah, it gave her. Obviously, if you're, honestly, if you're looking for stuff to do over the uh, the time uh, in quarantine, uh, the Joan Jett documentary is really great. Oh, really? Yeah, really great. Is that on Netflix? I believe it is. I yeah. got I got to see. It's just that. about a, a year and a half old. So okay. it's you know, recent. Weezer has shared a new online game tied to the band song "The End of the Game," a uh, track from the group's upcoming LP "Van Weezer." Uh, the eight-bit game is described as an ode to the boss levels that are notoriously impossible to beat in 80s and 90s games like Street Fighter 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Punch-Out. What do you think had the most difficult boss level ever in a game that you played? Man. Uh, that is tough to say because then, you know, you're talking about games like, you know, Mario and... and uh, There's a game, Ninja Gaiden, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, any it, game ever? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll tell that. you when I got the most nervous. What? Was, was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Like, I, I would physically feel oh. my heart beating faster because I had to go up against Mike Tyson. Oh, it, so that that's one initial. But in the games, it became later more complex, you know, with the graphics and stuff like that, where you just... It was just... I, I, it took forever. Any of the Zelda bosses, because <clears throat> the music would change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're facing off, and it was tense, you get scared crap. It's like you know, it's like uh, strings. This tension building music, yeah. and it would be. It, it, it was you know, it just your whole body got into. I it. mean, I, I bro- I've broken a couple of discs for games, and then went back and bought it again. To, uh, to finish it off, uh, the Deathstroke in I think it's the second or third Arkham Batman Arkham game. There, there you've got, and honestly, if you have nine levels in the battle of the boss battle, and you uh, and then you you make it through seven, and you f up the eighth, you should just go back to the seven. <laughs> yeah. But they take you all the way back to the beginning. Do they really? A lot of times they do, and you want to you, you just want to smash your disc and then go buy it again. Um, I haven't beaten many games in my life. Uh, Mario's one, Street Fighter Two's another one, and I thought that um, M Bison wasn't as hard as some of the other ones. Just to get I agree. there, yeah, I agree. I I eventually figured M Bison out mm-hmm. and uh, knew what his tells were when he was going to attack. And I, I had thought no Vega was harder. He was uh, the one who would climb yeah. on the you know, on the uh, the cage. Vega had like the the Wolverine type claws, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. um, yeah. There were some tough ones in there for sure. Uh, by the way, after you pick your player with this uh, Weezer video game, one of the four members of Weezer, uh, that, that, so that's who you can play as, you're transported through all 100 levels of the game in a flash before facing off against the final boss. It, like, takes you to the final. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's what it's pressure. all about. Which is a giant alien. Now, while the alien is beatable, it turns out the actual final boss is a walk across a booby-trap-filled path to a treasure chest that is impossible to reach. And the band noted it's a perfect game to play while staying at home because you can't beat it. They said, really, we've tried. And it's just not because we aren't that good at video games. Uh, the song The End of the Game came out last fall, by the way. There's a there's a great side scroll. I, and let me just see if I can remember what the name of it is. If you've never played it, it is a great game. I think it's called In- Inside. That's it. I remember you telling me. Is it black and white? It's black and white with little bits of color periodical, but it's a side scroller, and it's a, it's a it's a kid who's an escaping this facility. You don't know what this thing, what's happening in there, and you're sort of piecing it together. But it is the most compelling, nerve wracking, fun to play game inside. 
inside. Yes. I'm going to write that down. There was also one I was told, and here we are going off about games. Did you ever play Cuphead? I've heard about it. I heard it, it was A really lot of people good. love it. I've never played it. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing these down as something to do. Yeah, inside <laughs> will rock your world. All right. Uh, by the way, Marissa has a clip of the Arrows playing I Love Rock and Roll. All right. So we can hear the original version of that song. Here we go. It was her. I knew she must have been about 17. Mm. Mm. The beat was going strong. Playing my favorite song. And I could tell it wouldn't be long. Till she was with me. Yeah, me. And I could tell it wouldn't be long. Till she was with me. Uh, same. Didn't change it much really? at all. No, no, hardly no. anything. It's crazy because this sounds like somebody doing a cover of it, like yeah. at a bar or something. Yeah, like that. totally. And they would just switch the lyrics up a little bit because. Boo! Of, you suck. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Shine Down guitar Zach Myers defended the band's use of backing tracks during live shows. Uh, saying in an interview that 90% of rock artists actually do the same thing. Is that true? I don't doubt it, because it depends on what kind of backing track you're talking about. So he said, I can't bring a 25-piece orchestra on tour with me, but there's a 25-piece orchestra on Second Chance, which is one of our biggest songs. So if I can have it in there, he said, you know, listen, we're going to do it. We have songs where we don't even play a click track, so we do both ways. Some of the songs they do add some stuff, too. If it enhances the experience and you understand that they can't have certain things there, I'm okay with it. He said, everything you see us playing on stage, we're playing. But you know what? If there's a shaker in a song that adds an element of energy to the song, we're going to put a shaker in there instead of having a, a guy having to pay some dude to play a shaker we're going to do that. I remember I saw a Millie Vanilli show, and they, <laughs> it appeared that some stuff was recorded. Myers admitted uh, in other genres of music, there's a lot of people who use tracks that aren't playing anything up there, which is a bit ridiculous. Uh, could we go up there, just the four of us, and put on the best rock show ever? Of course. But that's not how we want to do it. Uh, the guitarist insisted he could safely say that 90% of rock acts use backing tracks on stage. Uh, let's see. How about this? This is kind of nice. Uh, very nice, actually. Muse singer, guitarist Matt Bellamy has taken to Instagram to pay tribute to his cousin, who is an emergency room doctor in the UK's National Health Service. He said, very proud of my cousin, Dr. Claire Bellamy, saving lives on the front lines. He added that, uh, he was sending his cousin, uh, some personal protective equipment, any that he had to help with the effort to get medical professionals more supplies. He said, I'm sending her. For her and her colleagues, spare masks and stuff from our garage. Hashtag Burning Man supplies. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Hoping uh, FedEx can get it through from the U.S. And then he said, have a rummage through your garbage and see what you can find to help. It's funny. I, was, I, I drove by a UPS guy the other day. He's getting out of the truck and, you know, moving stuff along. And I just gave him the thumbs up like, thank God, man. Yeah. Thank God for that stuff, for, for delivery of things. You know, getting stuff to the house that that's still going on, that they're going in and making that happen. It's it's awesome. Bob Dylan has released his first new original song in nearly eight years. It is titled Murder Most Foul and Steve. It is nearly 17 minutes long. Holy crap. 
It begins with the assassination of John F. Kennedy and name checks a host of events and personalities covering the past 50 plus years, which kind of made me think we didn't start the fire. We didn't start the yeah. fire. What did you say, Bob? And kick your head up to the premier valve. To the what? The premier of Alf. The premier of Alice? Alf. Alf. Oh, Alf. 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 Oh, What's wrong with you? I don't speak Dylan. Dylan issued a statement regarding the new track, which reads, Greetings to my fans and followers with gratitude. It's 17 minutes, but all you're going to want to listen to is the first one. Uh, for uh, your all your support and loyalty across the years, this is an unreleased song we recorded a while back that you might find interesting. Stay safe, stay observant, and may God be with you, Bob Dylan. 16 minutes of it, Preston. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. All right, uh, two more quick things. Canadian act, the Glorious Sons, who has been in our studio before. They have. Have shared a new song called Don't Live Fast. Uh, they said, we wrote and recorded this song a few months back uh, because back then it looked like we might not, back then it looked like we might not have the time this year. Uh, look at us now. Uh, this song is called Don't Live Fast, and I think it means a lot more now. Uh, the new tune is the latest in a series of fresh songs that the Glorious Sons have been sharing almost daily while in self-isolation, using the moniker Isolation Songs. And then one last thing, happy 75th birthday to Eric frickin' Clapton. Wow. Celebrate 75 today, that is correct. He's obviously... What uh, a career. Uh, yeah. It's all, Dream. He's been in so many projects, you know. Yardbirds. That's, that's one of the coolest things about him is he's floated in and out. Yeah, Blind Faith, Eric and the Dominoes. Menudo. Menudo. He, he did was, a turn. Oh, my he God. turned 16 and he had to Nine get out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sometimes it's just an axe man. Other times is a vocalist and, and a contributor of a band or obviously his stellar solo career. Uh, but he's just a, he's a force to be reckoned with in the world of rock and roll. Eric Clapton Unplugged was one of the first CDs I ever owned. Oh, okay. really? Uh, yeah, 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 so Santa brought me a, a disc man and, uh, and a couple oh, of CDs. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is for you so you can listen to Eric Clapton. <laughs> Uh, were, you, but, were you a huge fan? Huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, every, you know what? I'm going to take a listen to that album again because it's really, really good. There's a, sign, a song called Sign. It's the very, very first song on the whole album. It's awesome. Well, again, that documentary that was just out about two years ago, three years ago on uh, Clapton is great with all sorts of uh, live footage. Amazing stuff. First yeah. big concert I ever went to was uh, Eric Clapton at the Spectrum. Really? It was, it was yeah, Casey. I think it was after uh, Unplugged came out. It was right around that era. But I got my tickets at the West Coast Video on Westchester Pike. <laughs> nice. Wait, waited in line, and uh, I was three rows from the top in the Spectrum. But man, it was it was everything from Cream to Blind Faith to Derek and the Dominoes to solo stuff. It was, it, and to this day, one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Here's a quote from Jimmy Page. He said, "He's got a great body of work, hasn't he? Really understood the blues and how to play it, and he turned a lot of people onto that in the early days." I'm talking about right in the early days uh, when he had the technique of the finger tremolo and everyone else was wondering what it was. Uh, he's had some good songs on the Derek and Domino's albums. There were some really nice songs. So uh, even the, all the greats. Slow Hand is his name, yeah? Wonderful. Yeah, that's his nickname. 
Because he, he's, you know, he's ripping through stuff and it looks like he's not doing much. Right. Uh, right we have a clip of the Dylan song, Steve. <laughs> if you want to hear it. 17, 17 minutes long. Here we go. Jesus. The day they blew out the brains of the king. Huh? <laughs> Thousands were watching no one saw a thing. What? It happened so quickly, so quick by surprise. What? Right there in front of everyone's eyes. What were you doing over there? Magic trick ever under the sun. Perfectly executed, skillfully done. Wolfman, Wolfman, everybody. Come on, everybody, sing It's a murder. You sing the baby part. Wolfman Hal? Back to Under the sun. Perfectly executed, skillfully done. Here comes Wolfman. Wolfman, oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman Howl. Wolfman, oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman Howl. Or maybe he's saying Howl, not Howl. Wolfman, Wolfman, Wolfman Howl. We knew a guy named Wolfman Howl. He used to come out to a lot of our events. He used to come out to a lot of our events, pressing seashore on the WMMR, playing playing lots of fox there. Wolfman, oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman Howl. Wolfman, 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 cooking with Pam. Rub-a-dub-dub. It's a... Bert and Ernie, Ert and Bernie. You make a bad time so much fun. Let me go back to the beginning, case. Okay, so <laughs> the day they blew out the brains of the king. The day they blew out the things with the king. The, the grains of the cat. The no, the I want to guess. Don't put the don't put the uh, lyrics up. up. We can try to guess turn it into a game show. Yeah, hang on. What is he saying? Hold we'll on. Get ten seasons out of this one. The day they blew out the brains of the king. The day they blew out the brains of the cat. <laughs> I, I hear king. king, of the king. Yeah. They day the day they blew out the hair of the king. The brains of the king. The hair of the king. The cat of the king. The day they blew out the brains of the king. The day they blew out the grains of the king. The grains of the king. Is that a JFK reference? Yeah. Or a Martin Luther King. Oh reference? no no it's it's uh it starts off with JFK I had read so yeah yes. the brains of the king so the king the Camelot the king okay Martin Camelot the king. Murder the king, blew out the brains of the king, king, king of Camelot. King, king Camelot. Yeah. King. Uh, king. 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 King, king what's his lots. Uh, king. King. <laughs> king Joffy Joffer. He must be pledged to fraternity. It's okay, sweetie. I'll let you go. <laughs> Thousands were watching. No one saw a thing. Thousands were watching when the what? And no one saw a thing. And no Good one time. saw. All right. Thank you. I can't. Thousands were watching, no one saw a thing. All right, that's pretty good. All right. <laughs> it happened so quickly, so quick, a surprise. Yeah, so quick, so quick, so surprise. <laughs> right there in front Bob, of him. Bob, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you mention the food king. <laughs> no one's eyes. It was Greatest magic trick ever under the sun. Perfectly executed, skillfully done. Wolfman, oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman, how? Oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman, everybody can. Oh, he sounds like oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman, oh Wolfman. Shop right has the cane cane. 
Oh, that's the name of the song, Murder Most Foul. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, that's all we have. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, new Dylan. 17 minutes, if you can handle 17 minutes. Sometimes that. he can be, uh, there's a great song that he does called Joker Man, mm. which is uh, the album off the album Infidels, and uh, Martin Offler plays on it, I believe, and it's very coherent, and it's a great song. Can, you know what? Can I mention something since you said Joker, Joker Man? It has nothing to do with music. No, you know what? No, I'll save it for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We might need things to talk about. Jesus, and he was there. Yeah. Preston brings up something, and it just cuts away. <laughs> Makes us want to hear what he had to say. Not going to happen anyway. That's right. Wolfman, 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 Wolfman. <laughs> Rubber dub three minutes. Are we doing Daily Rush Madness? Are we doing Daily Rush Madness? Well, then why is the sounder up there? Why is that sounder up there? Because <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. All right. Let me just check real quick. Yeah, uh, no, we're done. Yep, yeah, we're done. We're done for the day. Going to come back again. We'll take a quick break. We'll be and ready. Here's here. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second and we will. Uh, We'll get the letter of the day, and then we will see what Pierre's got going on. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? Running out of shows to binge on? Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's daily rush madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We got. It is exciting, especially because we have uh, cash left and right to give away. Uh, it is MMR's Rock Refund, and it has just begun this morning. We did it two times. You got two more coming with Pierre in just a little while here. Jackson's got two shots at it, and even Jackie Bam Bam at 8 p.m. will have your opportunity to win $500. This happens five days a week, Monday through Friday, and there's even a shot at winning $10,000. So, yeah, it's it's absolutely exciting. It's wonderful to, uh, to have this back again, especially right now when... Uh, money means uh, even more. It it, it does. <clears throat> yes. So uh, I want to thank Todd Glass for being on the Yay! show. Uh, Todd got in touch with us. We had some fun just talking about various things and life in this world we're living in right now. And he also mentioned a very serious thing at the end. His uh, his mother recently diagnosed with cancer, and uh, it's obviously gotten you know Todd very very concerned. Uh, she is at Jean's Hospital. It's part of Temple. Kathy was saying it's in the Northeast. Yes. Yeah, and uh, he asked if for, if for some reason you you know you work there or something like that, or um, if you could say hi uh, to Todd's mom. I know uh, because a lot. everybody's. My mom is extremely lonely right now. She's uh, uh, she's got you know broken ribs, broken legs. She's been in this rehab facility. Has to stay there. She's still. You know, trying to get, they're trying to get her up and moving around. She's eighty three years old. You said she's getting better though, right? A little she's bit, a little bit better, yeah. But my my buddy, she can't obviously they can't have visitors. But my my best friend Steve uh, called her the other night. Oh, that's awesome. And it was just like, Aww. oh my god, did it breathe a, a, a ray of sunshine or however whatever you know phrase you want to use? Barked a titmouse of help. That too, <laughs> but it was it makes a difference. These people that are cooped up and they're alone and they can't do anything because they're so true. really restricted. Please yes. reach out to them if you can. Because they're the, the most at risk. What what is her what was his mom's name? Do we remember? 
I thought it was Anne, but uh, don't quote me on that. It was Annabelle. Annabelle. Uh, Nick, do you remember? It was Anne, Kathy. It was not Annabelle. That's no, all it's I not know. Annabelle. Okay, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll make anyway. sure that yeah. And if we can, maybe we, we can do a send of if we get the uh, the uh, her uh, phone send over a video and just say hi. Yeah, yeah thanks. Annabelle. Thanks to Todd and, and Annabelle. Uh, it looks like Pierre Robert has returned from his weekend. Let's see how he's doing. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank Good. you for asking. Good day, Steve. Good, Good day, day to you. Good day, uh, Doctor. A lot of distance <laughs> to um, Nick and Kathy and Marissa's back. She's today. here. Yes. What a joy that is to yes. see that lovely vision of loveliness. Yes. Uh, so um, that's good. Do you have a decent weekend with this little, you know? Whatever yeah, I you was at do. a rave. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but you're social distanced. Uh, yeah, we were all like, you know, uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I did nothing. Well, I mean, I stayed home. I watched Thor. Oh, you did? I never. I so I want to get into the Avengers universe. Oh, good. I, 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 we so, can lead you. I was going to ask you for help. Because um, you guys were talking about the big ending a year ago, whenever it was. Endgame. Endgame. And um, I did see Iron Man, and I did see the Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire. Right. But do I need to start over in Spider-Man? Because then there nope. was a No, no, no. no you don't need to go runs. there at all. No, you're fine. You mm-hmm. Just go on, on the... If you started with Iron Man and you moved to Thor, you're good. Okay. And then Where you can... Go Captain America... We can give original. you a list. We yeah. can give okay. you an absolute, like, oh, definitive you. list and not only what to watch, but in which order to watch oh, it. Correct. And then also, um, do you have Disney Plus? Uh-uh. I would recommend getting that. Um, I got Netflix, though. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't. So what you can do is you can get everything gratis now on uh, Disney Plus. So if you oh. get, it's it, just a, you, you, you pay for the app, you, you log on. Uh, you know, on on your uh, laptop or however you want to do it, or maybe get Pancake to to set you up. But your your uh, all the movies are up there for the taking right now. Okay, cool, right. cool, right. excellent. And we'll lead you through it. Before you know it, you'll be envious of my collectible figures. I, well, I already am. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants them. Not everyone. <laughs> Particularly, my wife Kathy. was so thrilled that I took. I have a huge Batman figure. That's him jumping with a grappling hook. I mean, it's sprawling. It was much bigger than I thought when I bought it online, and and it was it's been sitting in the middle of the dining room table. And then I, I took it away. Finally, got it up to my room. I did a little, you know, redesigning of my my room, and the amount of light that is now available on the table is amazing. <laughs> it's just you know, like you were almost like a prisoner, like the Stockholm syndrome. You, we were all slaves to this thing, and I got it out of there, but. Yes, now it's all clear. And thanks to my wife for putting up with that for so long. She is a beautiful and patient woman. Uh, she's a saint. Yeah. Um, there it is. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for the letter of the day if you're ready. I was. Let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. T is in Tuesday. And as Tenacious D, too, because it's a four-pack of tickets to see Yay. that band that we're going to give away this week, the Purple Nurple Tour, twisting hard to the left, <laughs> with special guest Winchester. Uh, it's October 7th at the Met, and tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. So what do you have in store for the masses today, Pierre? Well, we have got the $500 thing, which, um, see, now you guys do it at 8 and 10, so I do it at noon and 2. 
Uh, Jackson does it at 4 and 6. Uh, Jackie Bam Bam does it at 8 p.m. Isn't it insane that we're doing this that this many times and getting love it. that money out? I love it's it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a, a touch less than it was last time, but more chances to win it. Yeah. And I think that that's particularly cool. So, um, you, you know, we had five chances before. Now we have seven chances a day. Uh, is that right? Two, yeah. Two, four, six, seven. Yes. And uh, good. You added, Pierre. Nice. <laughs> and um, there, I just think that it's very cool. And we're going to have it for at least a couple of weeks. So yeah. chances in these particularly, you know. For a lot of folks, trying times what's to win the, 500 bucks. What's the phrase that's coming up the most now in these uncertain times or in these, uh, uncertain, yeah. times. In these uncertain times? Uncertain times. Yeah. Uncharted well, I, times, too. Uncharted, yeah. Uncharted is In good. these numbered years. Beast. <laughs> oh, somebody wanted me to point out, Kathy, it's not uncharted. It's what uncharted. Oh, shoot. I don't know. I, either one. It is. It's a, spo- it's a sponsor. It's, okay. It's Reese's. So maybe I may be saying it incorrectly. That's okay. Uh, we'll fix it in the mix. Imposed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in post. yeah. Uh, anything else? That's it. You got the money thing and that's it? No, wait. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got, um, workforce blocks (laughs) of, uh, uh, Sublime and Eric Clapton for his birthday. We'll do a giant big block of Eric. So probably save that one to the last. And, uh, of course, Iron Maiden. Iron Iron Maiden. Excellent. Quote Mr. Bam Bam. I love that. All right. Let me. By the way, did you, did you hear him say Valentine's Day? Oh, he says Valentine's Day. Casey's been saying that for Valentine's. years. It drives me crazy. Yeah, he'll, he'll spell it and then Times. say, no, yeah, Valentine's Day. V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E-S. Valentine's. <laughs> we love you. Ba-bam, 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 bam. Yep. All right. Uh, no sponsors. Just going to say what's it, coming bro. up tomorrow. Tomorrow on our program, um, it's a, it's a, uh, a fun-filled morning. We are going to have a few friends. Scotty Hartnell, ah. former Philadelphia Flyer. We'll see how he's doing, what's going on. We're just checking in with our friends. Mark Summers will be on the program as well. Always good to hear from him. And we're going to talk to Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. As well. He now works for the cool. CDC. Yeah, so we'll see what the latest is. Uh, So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. You know what I hate? I hate when it's Monday and there's no love you, hate you line. What the f***, people? Next message. Speaking for myself and fellow trash haulers. I want to thank the Preston and Steve show for consistently bringing the ha-ha. Love you guys. Next message. Listen, just because it's curtain near the zombie apocalypse doesn't mean you can let your dog in my yard. Pick that up. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less. The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie Landis and Ben Morris are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop talk every Monday for the latest in DC, Marvel, and beyond. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.